There it is. Nicest piece of work I ever done, I think. It's got a low grain load, so it won't tumble. Ought to be pretty accurate. Oh, why, shoot, it's just a gag. I mean, uh, what the heck are you gonna shoot a 44 bullet at anyway? Made out of silver. How about a werewolf? Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 173. Welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast for today. <laughs> We've taken a liking to you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't concentrate after what we were just watching. Oh, man. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And in the hot seat, once again. Roommate Jen? Yeah, because you're still a roommate, yeah, not, a, not a, a mama. Roommate. No. Oh, well, I mean, I we am got, a mama. But... We got a lot of hate for well, calling you Mama Jen. Oh, yeah. well. We talked about it on the last episode. Well, but, I, uh, I hated it. Yeah, but you hate everything. But That's a good it, point. It's true. <laughs> no, uh, there was a lot of people who like, no, she is forever... Roommate Jen, like don't don't you go fucking changing Roommate Jen's name. Nope. So I mean, don't I liked it better than being compared to a the opposite of a wet fart. That was that was a nice episode. I thought oh, that, that was, was a dry cough. Uh huh. I thought yeah. I thought that that mm-hmm. comparison went over well. Like yeah, a, I actually like thought a dry that, cough. I thought that was actually kind of sweet. I like, of a, I, sweet I, of us. I immediately <laughs> text both of you when I was listening to it. I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, it's better than being a wet cough, right? Because that's just gross. That's I mean, yucky. I guess. Like the old, that's like the old lady that's, in the back of the yucky. church trying to listen to Mr. Preacher Man talk, and she's just like, nah, nah, nah. you don't want to be that. Gladys. No, that's true. <laughs> There's a fucking quiet room for a reason. Go sit back there with the stupid kids who can't sit still. <laughs> Cough on Gladys. them, you old coot. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Um, so this week, mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, um, it needs to be said up front. That uh, this week could definitely be classified as a movies that make Mike a douche episode. What? Oh, both of them? One hundred percent. Both of them? Both of them. Michael. I know. So, so this we'll get into we'll get into later what we're talking about, but yeah. uh, werewolves. It's a werewolf. 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 It's a it's a werewolf guy. <laughs> I can't I can't do Marky Mark. <laughs> it's a werewolf, guys. It's a werewolf. <laughs> I mean, you gotta kill him with a silver bullet. It's a werewolf. I love how much you guys reference <laughs> my Wahlbergs. It makes me happy. Ah, uh, yeah. Gotta Somebody, go you could, you could, you could make the argument that he might be a werewolf. He, it's, it is. He true. wakes up at two a.m. Maybe. Right. He never wears silver. Oh, dude. Right. I'm making that up. But <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that he doesn't. But we're gonna. Co- I'm gonna go through his Instagram feed and I'm gonna confirm that. All, all gold. It's all I wear. Is gold. I it's love gold. gold. Yeah, sometimes I wear this copper sleeve on my right bicep because I pull my bicep sometimes. He he does it really well. You and you, you're, you're yeah, no, my... not so much. Oh, James does it really well. Whoa, what'd you do? Oh. Yeah, sorry, I, I, wow. I clicked the wrong dude. Wow. <laughs> Freudian slip. Oh man. Um. Anyway, yeah. We got we got uh, we got heated up before this show because, well, not only have we again been drinking for a while. But there also, were some, there were some heaters, all right. 
How did we even start this? How did we start this? <laughs> I'm sure everybody listening to the show is just as juvenile as we are, so you probably know what we're talking about when we say the cannonball shit video. Can- cannonball dookie. Yeah, can- cannonball dookie. Yeah. Take one. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch it. It's one know. of the, it's one of the funniest things in the world. How did we start that? I don't know. We went down the rabbit know. hole though. <laughs> I don't. Oh well, I know we were talking about the other video and trying to figure out how that works. Oh yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Moving little, along. It's a little off-air topic <laughs> for you. What have you guys been up to? Uh, shitting. <laughs> well running? Well running. <laughs> well in a full sprint. <laughs> that full sprint. <laughs> you know, I actually give these guys lots of credit. I, I, there's they no way I can nicely. do it. Oh. And you pointed out that the guy in the they original... great control over their body. The, original, the guy in the original Cannonball Dookie video is very buff. And I think that I think that lends itself to being able to uh, control that because I couldn't. Oh, is that, that is that all correlated? Well, I I couldn't shit. How do you in, work out your ass? I couldn't like shit. That? I couldn't shit in a full uh, sprint and cannonball. No way. And time it just right. I think when you're buff and you have control over all the muscles in your body, that's when you can really pull that mm, kind of stuff that's, off. That's the pinnacle. That's how you know you've made it as like a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little club that you're a part of. Like Mark like command. Mark Wahlberg, I have no doubt that he could do it. You know? I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um <laughs> What have you actually been up to? Uh I have been up to uh not a whole lot. I uh I got some Not a not a heck of a whole lot. Not a whole heck of a lot. You said it right. Yeah, on purpose. I had to think about it. I had to really think about it before I actually himself? said it. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, um, I have been on. I've been rearranging my house a little bit. And that's fun. I was trying to help him. My home. You figure have? out where to. Oh, hang putting pictures. up putting up new artwork and whatnot, and was, trying to oh, make some stuff look better. Well, one of the projectors is over there. Yep. I <laughs> mean, I'm trying to fill some wall I space. I told him he had to fill a space because I didn't like it was empty. It looked funny. Wait, what else is? I don't see anything else. Different. No, no, it, it's it. not here They're yet. I'm making room for some oh, new, see, some new art that I bought. So Jim was giving me a hand with that. Other than that, though, honestly, this last week. I've just been a lazy no, fucking shit. sack of shit. That's right on. pretty much what I've been doing. Right on, right on. Yep. What about you, oh, just baby girl? Working and playing with my little boy. He's so cute. <laughs> I'm laughing at little Mom boy, life. not you, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounded weird when I said it, but don't be weird. Don't be weird. He's literally my, my little man. No, your mm-hmm. your uh, your little guy is pretty awesome. Oh, he's so cool. He's he really he's, is. He's the smiliest kid I've ever seen. He smiles <laughs> really about is. everything. You should have seen him at Except the restaurant Mike, today. Not so much. It's true. He did shit on me. The he first does time. shit. He does shit on Mike. Yeah, the first like three times, Mike. It's a real shit heavy episode. <laughs> it really is. Like the first three times, Mike's like, "Do you need him to poop? Just give him to me. I'll hold him." He poops every time Mike holds him. That it's true. That might be more of a compliment than anything. It feels it's it's like he feels really comfortable yeah. with you. Like I feel like we can share this moment. You know. I just. I, I just hope that that's not something that I give off because I don't want to find that in a potential partner one day. I, well, <laughs> like you, like you look out of the shower and and the girl who you just met is just just shitting. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What is I don't know. You just make me feel on? so comfortable that I, I felt like I've that only known a, you for a day. Mm-hmm. That could be a deal breaker. I got to be honest with you. Nah. Give me, I mean, give it at least like a couple of weeks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just shitting while you take your shower. Now I will say, however, he did have my phone today because he likes to swipe mm-hmm. things on the on the phone. Oh, you on Tinder? No, oh. uh, no, but that'd be funny. He'd be like, "Find <laughs> me a new daddy." Um, no, he, um, 
Wow. No, he somehow managed, even though I did not have podcast app open, he did manage to find the Buzzkill podcast. Oh, that kid's Dang. got great I swear, taste. I swear to you, I'm not even making that up. I grabbed the phone and it was open to last week's episode. Well, that's good. He was, was, like, he was, try- he was trying to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, get the shit out of here, mom. I was say, our content is absolutely child-friendly, right? No, not oh, sure. even close. 100%. No. Yeah, I listen Mm-mm. to it around my kids all the time. Yeah. yeah. I listen to it as far away from my child as possible. <laughs> that's where my... That's where my daughter learned about Cannonball Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, she's gonna make a real impression on the boys later. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball. <laughs> you you did point out though we were watching a lot of these videos. Don't ask what we were watching, but yeah. you did point out the fact that you never see chicks doing it. It's always no, dudes. No, it's just dudes. It's always dude. What is wrong with us? I don't we know, sit man. back and watch your dumbasses and just laugh. It's funny. <laughs> I, I, well, it's, some of us don't find it funny, but it's, some it's, of us uh, do. It's, 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 we're, we're the, is it like a, it's like a, you know how they say dudes do the peacocking thing? Mm-hmm. It's a, except these are guys who are just completely misguided. <laughs> like they don't know how to peacock properly. Peacocking usually is like you put on a, a tight white t-shirt, you right. know, and style your hair, maybe put on a chain and walk through the club. These guys do cannonball dookies. Right. It's just maybe some chick will see this and get really turned on by I my. I think it's so cool. By, by the way, I can control my <laughs> anal muscles. I mean, just a he- just a heads up, guys. Like, um, we may find it funny. It is it is not what's gonna attract the ladies. For I gotta you. be honest with you. I think that's even in the minority. <laughs> Probably finding it funny. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll run it by my wife uh, well, tomorrow. Well, because she's a, I, th- I feel like she's a pretty good. Between the two yeah. of you, I'd say that you guys kind of run the gamut between what's yes. acceptable yeah. for. Because yeah. you've hung out with these assholes for so many years so that long, like I'm you're just desensitized oh, we, to we a can lot of yeah. stuff. Her up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, and on and on that Thanks note, that. Mm-hmm. on that note, today's mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Oh, it is. Right. Right. So yeah. impress your woman with a nice cannonball turkey. <laughs> Or don't, if you'd like to keep her. Maybe don't. Maybe don't. Uh, we are recording on Friday, though, so today is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm sharing it with, with you fine fellas and lady. So fella plural and fellas. He's referring Not to me fellas. as two people because my no. doctor told me to lose weight. <laughs> That's true. She did. I went to the doctor. And so I freak out when people go to take my blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And it... Makes my blood pressure, blood pressure spike. Yeah. So when I when she uh, the nurse took my blood pressure at first, and then the doctor she comes in, she's like, "Whoa, <laughs> James." She's like, "This is not a good number." She's like, "If she's like, I know that you explained to the nurse that you freak out a little bit when yeah. somebody goes." I'm like a self fulfilling shit prophecy right. where I you know, it's like white coat syndrome they call it. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm the same way. She's like, she's like, if you had this kind of number all the time, I would put you on stroke alert. Oh shit! Oh, wow. <laughs> so she took it again after I had calmed down. We we talked about life and stuff for a, a few. Minutes. She's really good at. She just likes to mm-hmm. shoot the shit. Yeah. And she's really good at kind of leveling you out. Bring and then she down. took it again. It was all not all like, good. It was still a little bit high. But I feel uh, like everything you just described was a porno you were watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put you on stroke alert. <laughs> Oh man! Life, oh, no. life imitates art, right? Oh, <laughs> That's it. Oh no! But um, anyway, so we are here spending Valentine's Day with you guys. So yeah. You guys are my Valentines for the year. 
Yeah. Well, my my wife is my Valentine, but I decided to come hang out with you guys instead. <laughs> well, I asked my guys. I know, like, I know um, what your allegiance is like. <laughs> I was like, "Are you guys recording on Friday? Because it's Valentine's Day." He's like, well, "I think so." I'm yeah, like, oh, "Once well, you're married, right, though, Valentine's Day just kind of stops being a thing." I actually you're not should. trying to impress her anymore, right? Well, I I, I told you guys earlier. I, I ordered some flowers mm-hmm. that you can't get in this part of the country because she's she really loves tuberoses, which are. She she found out about them in Hawaii the first time she went to Hawaii, and then when we went to Hawaii for our uh, honeymoon, like everywhere you go, it smells like tuberose, and it's nice. lovely. It sounds like you're saying tuberose. Smells like tuberose. Smells like everywhere you go. It smells like tuberose. Completely different scent. No, so I found so I found tuberose from Colombia. <laughs> Uh, they showed up yesterday. <laughs> I hit him. I hit him in. I hit him in the. I hit him in the basement so that she wouldn't see him. But they were smelling up the whole basement, and I was worried that she was going to go down there and she was going to smell the two bros. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing your daughter coming down the stairs and seeing these two Colombian guys sitting on your couch and just stopping there, just dead eyeing them, and then looking at you like, "What the fuck?" And then moving along. All right. And then she just goes, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Just another day. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So, uh, yeah, I did that. That was that That's was very sweet. sweet. That's yeah. a very that sweet, nice thoughtful present. I guess, whatever. <laughs> I think my good deed's done for the year. <laughs> no, I just ride it out, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, uh, anything else? Uh, I got some first world problems, if you want to hear about those. See those, no. see those boots right there? had him for two months and the entire right heel is coming off that's unacceptable i i contacted Write the company and letter. i contacted the company and my new boots are already in the mail fantastic they just that's how to, you get shit done they just tell you to walk it off <laughs> <laughs> you you you've got some you some little stinker <laughs> dude it's jack daniels and coffee i'm telling you it's, oh it's, it's this, so this, good this combo right now is <clears throat> Fantastic! Oh, and and out of that, mug. and also beer at the same time. We are double fisting. Yeah, we're really going yeah. for it. And that's also another porno we're describing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's, so, yeah. so also it's a very porn heavy episode. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. Tonight. So also uh, Valentine's is not like we we've, we've never really done too much about Valentine's. But is that me or you? That was you. What the fuck? We've never <laughs> done too much about Valentine's because it's I don't know. It's dumb. It's a holiday. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's dumb. I took but, cute pictures uh, with me and my baby, and that was about it. Yeah, exactly. But at the very least, I like neither one of us wanted to cook, so we're like, well, let's get some food tonight from somewhere. Yeah, Did yeah. your wife uh, to go out. change the picture on your ID this year? That's for April Fools. Oh, it's April Fools. That's Why would she do it for Valentine's Day? I, I don't know. Oh, but that would be a good April Fool's joke to do it <laughs> yeah, two months ahead of time. <laughs> there you go. So we're like, let's get some food, and so I was like, uh, Applebee's is um, hot garbage, you know. Chili's is hot garbage with Southwest sauce on it. <laughs> so, uh, Logan's like we've been we've been liking Logan's lately. It's not fancy, you know. But I said Valentine's isn't that big of a deal. So we get we go to Logan's and I get a a, a French dip. Oh, he sounds hot. Fucking, I love a French dip sandwich, right? <laughs> he sounds hot. I love a French dip sure, sandwich. Sure. I added the sautéed onions. Because no, I'm crazy and the mushrooms. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. Because I'm going nuts with Special it. Special occasion. Mm-hmm. And I get it home. I get it back home. And I also bought two boxes of Girl Scout cookies in the lobby. So everything's mm-hmm. lining up. Everything's right. coming up roses for somewhere, Jim, right? Somewhere, somewhere your your doctor though was like, "This is what I'm telling him. <laughs> this is what I'm telling him. I'm off for the weekend." <laughs> and so I get home oh and I God, go, I go to eat my sandwich. No aju. 
right? It's not a French dip then. It's, <clears throat> it's just no, French. French. it's just it's French just and French. France sucks. <laughs> there's no, there's no au jus. Like it's it, France sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> the French. So I'm eating this dry sandwich mm-hmm. with no au jus, and I'm just like. Ugh. This sucks. Angry about it. I was yeah. angry. Like mm-hmm. I said, first world, first right, world first stuff. World it really is. So it then, really is. so then we're watching Jeopardy as you do, mm-hmm. right? In my house, anyway, because I mean, I that's what we do. We we watch Jeopardy, and like halfway through the show, a question pops up, and it says, "Blah blah blah blah." This type of gravy with a two-word French name, <laughs> blah 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 blah. And Erin looks at me and she goes, "Aju," and I'm like, "You." <laughs> And it was Aju, and I was like, "Fuck you!" It was just and then also, I wanted to tweet wound. Greg Newkirk because I was like, "Synchronicities." <laughs> now, I'm so pissed about it, though. God. Ah, the French. <laughs> there you go. Oh, thank you. But anyway, that's my first world problem. So that's all I've had going on, really. Yeah. Other than that, my life is a bore. <laughs> yep. Speaking that's it. of corrections, cool. Oh, that was a terrible segue. Oh, no. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Uh, we do have a couple of corrections from last week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the group therapy story in the Saw franchise was not from Jigsaw. It oh, was from it? Saw 3D. Oh. The other ending to the franchise. Oh. Um, let's see here. Uh, we talked about the all-female Expendables movie. Right. Yeah. And um, apparently, the the last news that I could find about that was from 2016. So I don't believe that it's actually happening uh, anymore. And Sylvester Stallone had dubbed it the Expendables. Oh, that's well. cute. Get it? Get it? <laughs> yeah, so I do. Cute. Yeah. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, let's see here. Uh, we said that Connor was a Michigan native. So last week we talked about Hell Year oh, season yeah. two, and we said Connor is a Michigan native. So that's super this wrong, is, right? I, I think so. Um, we don't know for sure because we don't know him to ask him. The guy's but, an enigma, right? No, he's actually lives in Colorado. But, oh, never mind. but he, lives in he Colorado. was he was at the end of season two. He was somewhere that was in Michigan, close by to where we are, and we noticed that. But I don't know that he lives there. Maybe his girlfriend lives there. Who knows? Well, but. you know what I meant to look up because they they were obviously in a hotel room when they were talking about the. Uh, the new information that, that part, he, yes. And they were there with John Tenney. Yeah, but the part that I'm talking about is before then. It was Did when you, he was doing all of his research, is uh, when he was in Michigan. Because, like I said, his girlfriend, I think, was with him at the time. And Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. They were they were here in the state, like I said, close by to us. Okay. But well, I don't know I why we thought say, he was I wonder native. If, but. I was going to say, I wonder if John Tenney is from Michigan. Oh, that. I, no, I, I didn't no look idea. that up. I never looked it up. Connor also uh, plays drums in, like, a punk rock band. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. 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 All right, that's, uh, that's all I got. You? Uh, no. All right, well, that's... <laughs> uh, no. That's all we got no. for corrections, then. Uh, James, what Wait, are we... Wait, uh... John Tenney. John Tenney's the guy from Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> What's... What is, uh... Oh, that would have been a great correction for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the... Oh, it is. No, I think it's John E.L. Tenney. So he's he's competing. He's competing with... So the... isn't L the in Spanish? He's John the Tenney. John <laughs> the, the Tenney. Tenney. <laughs> Uh, anyway, though, that's our corrections. James, what are we talking about? What are we drinking? Well, this week, we've taken a liking to you. Now, that's a cute little play on words by Mike, because he's a mastermind. Uh, <laughs> his um, his IQ is definitely not under 68. Um, that's good, 
Huh? That's good, right? Oh, 68? Yeah, you're good, dude. You're golden. Okay. <laughs> uh, so smart. So we've taken a liking to you. We're talking about werewolves. Um, and this is also a movies that Mike, make Mike a douche episode, yeah, apparently, I, because he had never seen either one of these movies. I, so. have to, I have to admit, I cannot believe. So here's the thing. Well, let's let's say what we're talking about first. We are watching. We watched this week The Howling. Oh, yes, I had never seen The Howling. <laughs> I and haven't then, either. And then also Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet. Okay, here's the here's the thing. I had tried to watch. I should have seen it when I was younger. Yes, right. But I did try to watch it uh, a couple of years back when I had first acquired uh, a VHS tape of it. Mm-hmm. The problem was that the transfer on that VHS tape, whether it was the transfer or whether it was old. The, the the picture was so dark that I literally couldn't see what was going on. Mm. So I couldn't watch it. Mm. So it wasn't until I recently acquired the Scream Factory disc that I finally had a good version to watch. Right. That being said, no excuse. Should have seen this movie when I was like six. For sure. Mm. Never did. For sure you should have. But anyway. Well, I don't know. There's a couple things that may be inappropriate for a six-year-old. Oh, that's... Who's to say? Hmm. Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> Two wolves fucking in the middle of the woods. Who's to say? Totally Who's, acceptable. Who's to say? Uh, dude, nice find here because yeah. it's not a nice find, James. All uh, right, because my favorite beer in the entire world, well, which was discontinued about four or five years ago, was Newcastle Werewolf. Newcastle Werewolf, which was a blood red ale, and it was Ooh. my favorite beer of all time. It was delicious. It only came out at the fall around Halloween time, mm-hmm. and I would stockpile it when mm-hmm. it came out. And it's no longer available because Newcastle ever, sucks. And, did we ever uh, figure out why? No, it just didn't, probably didn't sell. I mean, does anybody drink actual Newcastle? I, th- I like Newcastle. Chime in I in the comments. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chime in in the comments wherever. <laughs> there's, actually like, there's actually like six or seven kinds of Newcastle. Are there? Yeah. I think, they're all, I think a lot of them are seasonal. But, mm, uh, but I yeah, there are. Mm. I don't think anybody drinks them. Oh, they have um, one called Bombshell that's really good. Huh? They have one called Bombshell that's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I'll believe it yeah, when I see it. Uh, so anyway, this is from... We've never had anything from this brewery before. We have not. So this is cool. This is from Beards Brewery. Not Bairds. That's me. This is Beards. <laughs> Beards Brewery. Crisp, refreshing, orange, citrus, Luna. Wow. Luna. As in the moon, as in full moon, oh, as Luna. in, you know. You, you guys know how werewolves work. Uh, passionate about beer. Visit our pub in Petoskey, Michigan. Oh, I didn't even I, know this was a Michigan beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to. And also, so their their pub is in Petoskey, and this is carefully crafted by Beards Brewery LLC in Charlevoix, Michigan. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we should totally. I've I have family up there, so in Charlevoix, uh, Petoskey, oh, Charlevoix, Petoskey. the cool. uh, Spring Harbor area. It's so. all the same area, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we should go up there and go to we this should. place. Anyway, Luna is a saison style wheat beer. Crisp and refreshing, Saison-styled American wheat ale with notes of citrus. Pairs amazingly with summer days on the beach and nights by the campfire. Neither of which we have going on right now. We usually do because, have a campfire. Because, it's, <laughs> usually. because it is negative 7 degrees in Michigan right now. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's chilly cold. today. And there's a fabulous dancing alien on the TV instead <laughs> yeah, of... We have- Fire. I usually have the uh, 10 hours of campfire or 10 hours of fireplace going on yeah. to set oh. the mood. Today we have 10 hours of the dancing frog alien, which <laughs> yeah. is very reminiscent of the dancing baby uh-huh. from the Super yeah. Bowl commercials oh, years yeah. back. It is. You know, we never <laughs> even mentioned fantastic. last week what we were watching, and it was our best one yet. It was 10 hours of uh, Darth Vader burning. In in the scene, yep. like the scene where... In uh, Jedi. Yeah, so in Jedi sorry, when, they, uh, when they light his body on fire. 
And it was 10 hours of him burning. It was glorious. It really was. But we never mm. even mentioned it. Not even once. Hey, man. All right. This is pretty. Peek behind the curtain. Cheers. Cheers. Did you try it already? I did not. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I did not. Delightful. Oh, that That's really good. Oh. I can Holy definitely smokes. see sitting yeah. around a campfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that I like a lot. It. Where'd you get it's this? It's almost got like a lemonade kind of, and mm-hmm. in the front, it's got the citrus. Like the front, the front half of it tastes like lemonade, but then once you, once it hits your palate, though, it, it does change a little bit. Kind of tastes like a campfire. It's almost a like bit. lemonade forward. Yeah, mm, it's good. delicious though. I like it a lot. I got this from my normal place, canteen. Where do you? Oh, so you hit it on your way home from work? Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say you're so That's close good. to Mega Valley now. I uh, yeah, Mega Valley doesn't have mm, their near selection's as much. not as good as Canteen. Not. Definitely not. Uh, they they're they're working on it though. Plus that those dudes delicious. are delicious. Plus those dudes are so nice there. That is delicious. Um, yeah. Is after delicious. La- after last good. week's, which mm, let me tell you something. The other night. Yeah. The oh other boy. night. Yeah. Sitting at home, <laughs> had a hard day at work. I'm like, I want a beer, right? I just want a beer after work. It sounded, it sounded delicious. All I had in the fridge. Just wanted to gargle that blaster. <laughs> all I had in the fridge was some pan galactic. Jen knows. Jen knows the feeling. <laughs> pan galactic gargle blaster no. from last week. And I forgot that they were 10%. Oh, baby. And I drank oh, no. three of them in about an hour and a half. Oh, no. Wow. Work the next day oh, yeah. was awful. Mm awful because oh, we had no. this discussion last week we we can't drink the way we used to no, no. not at all we're we're trying tonight <laughs> <laughs> well if i don't have to be up in the morning i'm i'm usually fine i'll just i have i have to have responsibility yeah. i'll sleep till noon <laughs> i don't care that sounds nice i have i have no li- i have no little ones to uh, take after here so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm well you do have to come over in the morning open the door and just throw griffin in here and let you yeah whatever you do have to come over it. to my house at some point for carnitas carnitas mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, anyway yeah that's yeah, uh that's lovely that's lovely uh um, we should do a brewery tour to some of these places you guys have done beers from i agree that would be fun um buzzkill beer tour yep. yeah buzzkill beer beer tour uh for yeah. four people and nobody else yep <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. Oh, so what did we say last week in between segments where we wasted an hour talking about nothing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we just did that again. <laughs> that just happened. Well, the difference this week is it was an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, Jen peed three times. Three times, yep. Wow. We, I stopped so I can pee once, and then we talked so long I peed an additional two times. Uh, a little peek behind the curtain. Okay. Uh-huh. A little um, pee we're gonna start behind the curtain. <laughs> We're going to start uh, the bleed feed with probably the most important news of the entire week. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No. You should. It's our first glimpse of Robert Pattinson as Batman. (sighs) Dude's got a good... Listen, I don't hate it. I love it. He's Mm -hmm. got a good jawline. I think it looks... I think that it looks fantastic. I really do. You know what, though? Like, he's he's got an interesting... Ooh. This is happening right now. This is a... uh, Are we going to... We're going to watch this and talk yeah, about yeah. it? Okay. we're going to watch this. Um, so this is like a uh, camera test for the new Batman. Oh, I think okay. It looks... Okay. I've only seen that still shot. I haven't seen this whole thing yet. 
I'm liking it so far, though. I'm definitely liking the feel. He's, he's more of a svelte Batman, right? But, yeah, like, uh, like he's going through some shit, you know? Right, yeah. I understand that, you know? Like, he's got he's gone through a lot of stuff, so... This is loud. It's very loud. Turn it down a little bit. Jeez. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, huh. I like it. It's that fucking jawline, guys. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it's definitely like even with the he's got a he's got a good jawline, but he's still you can tell he's way skinnier than any. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a very svelte version of the Batman. But, but you know I, what? I'm into it. It's I almost think he looks great. It's he he almost he's almost got like a uh, like a daredevil thing going. A little on. bit. Like, I can t- totally see that. I this, actually the, think the that costume design is interesting too. It's actually got a collar on it. Like the so so, so emo. <laughs> Just, emo Batman. Like it's it, it's not even emo. It's more like uh like the popped collar, like you know mm-hmm. the oh douchebag emo douchebag <laughs> from high school <laughs> douche Batman. It's, douche it's weird Batman. though. It's a totally different because in this in in every iteration of uh, Batman that we've had for the past what twenty years, mm-hmm. the 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 neck and the the suit were always kind of connected. Yeah. And it even came well, it even came up in the Christian Bale movies in the in the Christopher Nolan movies where in um the Michael uh, Keaton versions. No, no, no. Was, no that's uh, where that came from. In the in the in the but, Christian Bale version he goes, "I can't move says, my neck." Yeah, I can't move my neck. Because in the original ones, Michael Keaton, if you ever noticed, he has oh, to move very, his entire upper mm-hmm. body. Yeah, he's very robotic. He can't move his neck. Right. So it's kind of, I think it was a this callback to that. This is interesting, though. Yeah. It's it's the first iteration that I've seen where the the two neck, separate pieces, the neck and the and the mask yeah. seem to be completely separate from the rest of the costume altogether. I've said I have said from the get go that I am absolutely <laughs> behind a Pattinson. It was such a weird choice at first, but then when I thought about it, I was like, yes, like one hundred percent, yes. I think if they're taking it in the same direction, not exactly the same. I realize the uh, Scott Phillips Joker movie is sort of a standalone thing. And Todd it's, Phillips. What did I say? Scott. Scott. Oh, Scott Phillips. <laughs> Sorry, Todd Phillips. I realize that the Todd Phillips Joker movie is kind of a standalone thing, but I can definitely see the Oscar winner. What 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 what? I can definitely see the uh, like if they're if they're going for that same kind of feel. Robert Pattinson fits really well because he's I, he's got that sort yeah. of he's got that sort of he's got that sort of darkness about him. Like he, even in even in real life, he's kind of an odd dude. You know what I mean? He is. So if the only thing I'd ever seen him in was Twilight, mm. I would say this is a terrible choice. That's a terrible thing to base his but chops off. Right. Though. Well, so that was my first introduction to him, yeah. and I well, was like, I think most people's. Dear God, sure. no. well, Harry Potter actually was people's first. Oh, yes, oh yeah, he, he was, was uh, in Harry Potter. He was Cedric Diggory. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Seeing him in things after that, he's actually quite good. See, I, will, I think what like what it is. I think I, the path that he's taken is pretty awesome because he did, you know, he did Harry Potter, and then mm-hmm. obviously the Twilight movies. If those are for you, then whatever. If they're not, they're not. But he got it. He got his fuck you money oh, yeah. from doing the oh, Twilight yeah. movies, and yep. now for the past ten years, he's been doing whatever he wants, and he's actually, like, he does and, tons of indie movies. Him and, and Kristen he's, Stewart he's the, took the same route because she's doing. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of indie movies too. And, and say what like say what you will <laughs> about she her. She did Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <She's, laughs> well, forget about that one. But like, but she's also been in a lot of really good stuff though, and she's been really good in them. Yeah, there was that um, that underwater well, movie. For, stop touching your fucking hair. 
Uh, what? Yeah, not you, Kristen Stewart. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> I touched my hair. <laughs> he was so offended. No, He's no, like, no. what did I do? No, he looked just... at me dead in the eyes and said, stop touching your hair. Yeah. No, it's Kristen, Kristen Stewart. I just, like, her thing is, like, doing the she thing where she... flips her hair from she, one side. Yeah, to the other. she yeah, runs yeah, her yeah. fingers through and her hair. And she makes, like, like a just, just stop doing noise it. when she does it, and I yeah. can't. I can't. Well, but I, don't, I, I brought up in one of the chats on Facebook in the Do You Love Horror group that I might like underwater a lot because she has no hair to run her fingers through. <laughs> so there it's just, it's got to be just acting chops. And I do think that she's a good actress. She is. I, so. I actually like yeah. her. I don't mind her I at don't. all. Um, but uh, anyway, the, yeah, Robert Pattinson, way into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, like if they're taking it in a darker direction, I can. Who I, are you? Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> right. I do. Stop I do. it. You stop. <laughs> we had Batfleck and Batman. I'm into it. Oh, no. You know, right. I never saw any of the Batfleck so movies. So I recently purchased used, I'm not going to spend $30 on fucking Justice course, League. yeah. Because let's be honest, not worth it. But point is, I um I recently watched through all the DC movies. Oh, wow. All hmm. of them. Except for, I still haven't seen Wonder Woman, shockingly. That's the one movie I hadn't oh, seen yet. I heard Wonder Woman's in But I watched, um, I watched uh, Batman v Superman, the extended cut. Mm. I watched Justice League, and I watched uh, Suicide Squad, all in, I think, a two-day period. Suicide and Squad's the only one I haven't seen. It's terrible. Don't don't waste your money. But have you, start, have have no you seen Birds of Prey, yet. the fantabulous I actually emancipation really, of... I really do want to see it, actually. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. And I like oh, Margot. Really? I like Margot really Robbie. bad things about it. I've, see, it depends, on who, it depends on who you talk to, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It's different strokes true. for different folks, whatever. But, yeah. like, my point is, well, I think that Ben Affleck... <laughs> If we're getting on a, a, a tangent here, I think Ben Affleck was an absolutely fantastic Batman. I just don't think that he ever had the material written for him that really showed that. Mm. Um, I didn't mind him as he Batman He was an amazing Bruce Wayne. Amazing Bruce Wayne. Better yes. Bruce Wayne was a Batman, but I still liked his Batman a lot. Agreed. Batfleck was a thing, and... <laughs> Batfleck. Batfleck. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, anyway, let's do some uh, some quick headlines here. Uh, Jason Bateman is no longer in the director's chair for Clue. That's a bummer. No. Clue, the Clue remake, Jason Bateman was mm. supposed to be directing it. However, we do now have James Bobin in the director's chair, and he's the guy that directed The Muppets, which I loved huh. The Muppets. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. And for that kind of like kind of kind of comedic twist that clue has i think that'll work great and i'm all about it so mm -hmm. that's cool uh we're getting a new urban legend movie mm. right uh this time it's going to be set in the world of social media because of course. because of course I mean, um yeah. that being said though that it. being said that doesn't ultimate that doesn't kill it completely no funny, it, but it, it doesn't like it when i hear when i hear it i roll my eyes because i I'm still kind of stuck in the past a little bit. Like I do social media and blah yeah. blah blah, but I'm I'm really not up on that stuff. But it does make sense because it not not just updating it for new audiences, but there are constantly new, new urban, urban legends legend. oh, like sure. the like the Momo thing. You or know what I mean? Oh, or the tall yeah, man. Yeah. The tall man. Well, tall man's been around for quite but a while but last 10 look, years though has really exploded momo yeah. in particular though yeah. like that's that's brand new within mm -hmm. the past couple I years never understood the whole momo thing it was uh, yeah it, what whatever it's yeah but still that's what i'm saying like it, it still became an urban legend you know what i mean so well it I makes like... it it's urban legend is a is the kind of uh is the kind of um franchise that you can reboot yeah. every oh. every oh. every decade or so and it makes complete sense to do it sure it I does, and I wonder if, because I don't feel like there's really been a successful social media 
horror movie. If you think about like, well, there's is there a couple one? Like, unfriended. Been a, there was unfriended. The there was den. The, you remember the, the den? Den was great. Den was awesome. There was the uh, the net. No, the the bay. Um, the bay was like a. It was a weird. Um, we watched it. For, or maybe I watched it for the show. Maybe it was. I, I definitely talked about it on the show. It was a movie that was comprised of all um, outside shots and outside meaning. You know, camera uh, like social media camera shots or security footage or television news or whatever. Okay. There was no narrative, like like at least standard shot narrative. It was mm-hmm. all told through the perspective of cameras. Like, okay, device cameras. Yeah, device okay. devices. That, that's that's that was called the Bay. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. I, I liked the it a lot. Bay was something totally different. Um, um but I feel like a lot the, of the mainstream ones that have come out, they've just kind of sucked. Like I don't think well, then there was John Cho. John Cho was in one just recently and I can't remember what it was called and it looked really really good. Well there was uh there was one too uh that were uh, Christy, you remember that? Christy, no. Um I feel like that would not so much like the social media. I mean, it did have a social media aspect, but um I feel like that one would have been great for the, like an urban urban legend yeah. reboot. It was the one searching. Where, searching was the name of uh, the John Cho movie. It was the one where the girl, uh, like, she couldn't afford to go back home for the holidays or something, so she was basically the only person left on campus. And then there was a group, like, there was a group of three or four people who decided that they were going to go and kill Christy. But Christy was sort of like an yes, over yes. an overarching term. Like uh, had sweet masks. Yeah, really cool yeah, masks. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, people call like people call uh, dudes. What are they called? What are they called, dudes? Uh, Brad's guys. Brad's. <laughs> they called they call guys Brad's sure. and they call girls Stacy's. That was kind of that whole thing. Like we're okay. gonna go kill a Christie. She's like a you know like a a white privileged young girl, and the, the, and they were gonna go kill her. You so, remember that movie? Hashtag murder so white. <sighs> hashtag murder so white, dude. <laughs> Oh my, God. So my point that i was trying to get to what are we saying i don't know if that's offensive or not i just don't care it probably was it probably somebody. was um, um the point i was hey, trying to get legend, at though yeah, is i sorry. feel like urban legend <laughs> if there's a franchise that could make a social media platform work it would be urban legend because there's so many things yeah. you do with as that long as jared, if it's done well as long as jared leto comes back and plays a mopey guy that didn't win an oscar for joker <laughs> So that's all that's all i care about or a cult leader right? <laughs> something right yeah, yeah, yeah because because art imitating life so this right. new so this new urban legend movie though is going to be directed by a guy named colin minihan or min minhinham no it's minihan guarantee that's wrong yeah probably um he did a movie he Drink. directed a movie called it stains the sands blood red i never actually saw that but i heard of it but super cool title he did direct a movie called oh Extra that's Tri- a zombie movie Yes, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so maybe. I think it's I think, a zombie yeah. movie. He did direct a movie called, or co-direct, rather, a movie called Extraterrestrial, which I own, and Grave Encounters, which we watched oh, for the show. I so like Grave this guy does have a, a horror pedigree, so um, in the right hands, I think this is going to be fine, so cool. I'm into it. Yeah, for sure. I like um, it. Let's see here. Uh, after, it seems like he has been kind of going back and forth on this whole thing, but Robert England has now said in, enter, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly that he doesn't think that he will ever don the makeup again for Freddy Krueger, which is a bummer after him saying for the last couple of years, maybe he's got one more in him, you know, but I don't know. This is what he's saying now. I'm hoping that if the right director comes along that wants to take the story and like, like the, uh, SpectreVision guys. Here's the thing. I think, I think Elijah needs to just sit him down and say, Bob, 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 Bob. Uh, 
I'm Elijah Wood. Bob Fred. Come on. <laughs> no, seriously though, I think if any, I think if anybody could talk him into it, it's Elijah Wood. I think that it, as long because... as it was a story that that was a transitional story to where he wouldn't have to do one after, after it. That, sure. Yeah. That would be perfect. Um, I, th- I well, feel he's like, a, it open like you... with I don't think I'll ever do. No, it. he's just, you, he's not shutting sent, down completely. You sent us a video earlier today, and I know the whole point was like to laugh about <laughs> Did you the watch fact the whole that thing, Elijah. Though? I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched it. You told me to skip to the sure, eight minute sure. mark. Aaron watched the whole thing. I think Elijah Wood is just so likable. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. he could totally talk. And the fact Bobby that he pronounces the J in his name is just that's why super I'm doing cute. it. That's why I'm <laughs> super, <laughs> super cute. Yeah, I what? guess it's kind of cute. It's right. his fucking name, dude. <laughs> my my. My name's Michael Heckman. Mike <laughs> Hale. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> Don't you associate me with that. Mike Hale. Um, no, I think that he's just such a likable dude. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's... He could talk him into it. And he's really quite brilliant, like, in his, like his, his vision in, in film. Like, I think that he could totally talk him into it. I completely Spirit. agree. Listen, mm-hmm. dude, this is what we're going to do. And then you won't have to come back afterward. You Worst. can sit on your laurels right. and, you know, just be 80 years old and retire. No, Robert England, and... he's hosting a new show on Travel Channel that is yes. basically Unsolved Mysteries, but like the weird, spooky, paranormal version. And it's awesome. Wait, wait that was Unsolved Mysteries. I guess he's just doing Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> well, not paranormal. No, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the Whatever. the underbelly of the country, basically. Yeah, yeah, and those, yeah. those stories. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see Robert England, though. I'd love to see Bob Fred play Freddy Krueger one more time. I think it would be great. And I do believe, though, I think you're right, that uh, Elijah Wood could absolutely do it. We'll call sure. up 100%. your twinsy and tell him to get on it. Twinsies. Right? Use your twin powers. Worst case scenario, he does have Nicolas Cage in his back pocket, so oh, he'd always dude. have Nicolas Cage play Freddy Krueger. Hell yes. In the transitional no. movie. Don't even care. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You know? I can't even picture that. No. Am- it would be amazing. <laughs> Run, child. Welcome to prime time, <laughs> bitch. Come see me in my dungeon. No. This. No. This is God. I, I cannot. Neither no. one of us sound like him no. at all. Oh, dude, I sound exactly uh, like him. Okay. Um, <laughs> sound like some Blu-rays. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hot off of winning. This is delicious. Yeah. Don't, it, don't interrupt my Blu-rays. How about? <laughs> Sorry. I get real diva-ish when it comes to my Blu-rays because it's such an important part of the show. So sorry, Mariah. Go ahead. I need some tea with honey. Um, Hot off of winning every single Academy Award and making history as the first foreign language film to win Best Picture, director Bong Joon-ho. Am I saying that right? I believe so. Yeah. I feel like yes. Um, I mean, it's it, it seems like it. That's how he said it after all of the drinking he did. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that was I, awesome. I loved his acceptance speeches. Yes. By the way, he just there seems were... like such a like just a nice, <laughs> down to earth, like dude. truly, yeah. truly, like there was true gratitude. Yeah. You oh know? yeah. And he 100%. was gonna drink all night, and it was fantastic. And I don't know who the lady was who jumped in for about ten minutes at the end of their final <laughs> I speech. Like, I like. Oh, the I didn't but watch she the final was, one. She was fantastic. She was great. Yeah. She was so cute. Um. Anyway. Director Bong Joon-ho's Parasite, as well as his 2003 film Memories of Murder, will be hitting Blu-ray 
uh, from Neon and Criterion Collection. Uh, there's no release date as of yet, but that will come soon. What are you showing <laughs> Sorry, us? Sorry, did you see this? <laughs> this has to do with... Uh, so there's this Twitter account called Racism Watchdog, which I think is hilarious. And this dude... This dude, uh, I heard about John this. Miller. I heard about this tweet. John Miller earlier. put up this tweet. Goes yeah. a man named Bong Joon Ho wins Oscar for best original screenplay over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 1917. Acceptance speech was great honor. Thank you. Then he proceeds to give the rest of his speech in Korean. These people are the destruction of America. <laughs> And you're like, an asshole. And you're racism, the destruction of America, and sir. Racism doc, uh, watchdog was just bark, 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 bark. <laughs> racism watchdog. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Who the fuck? Who's John Miller? Who he, is this guy? So Click, he's, he's a, a blue. Che- he's account. a blue check mark. Yeah. No, Who is no, this no, fuck? He uh, writes for Blaze TV, which is run by a guy, uh, Glenn oh, Beck. It's Blaise, Glenn yeah, Beck's uh, new, yeah. new channel. All right. yeah. yeah. Makes sense now. <laughs> Really? You can buy a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen. <laughs> well, that's, that's a- kind of funny. She does. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, He's the downfall of the... Yeah, yeah. people sucks. like that. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, I, I cut you off. I yeah, apologize. So anyway... He interrupted uh, your Blu-rays. Yeah, Bong Joon-ho. We've actually talked about uh, um, at least one of his movies before. The Host. Oh, that was... A- I didn't realize that was one of his. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Yeah, and it was awesome. We both it was loved that, it. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, this guy, like, yeah, fuck John Miller. I don't know who he is, but uh, look, this this guy's been putting in his putting in his fucking work for the, the work past for sure. few years. Like, and I haven't was, seen Parasite yet. I've heard a ton of good things about it. I've also heard a ton of negative stuff about it. So we'll that's see. Called, that's called being a movie. Yeah, it's called right. being a movie. So we'll see. <clears throat> anyway, happy. next up, 2020's smash hit. Oh boy. The Grudge, mm. which smashed into a wall and hit the ground, <laughs> <laughs> will be headed to digital on March 10th and Blu ray on March 24th, featuring a brand new horrifying alternate ending. Little spoiler here the horrifying alternate ending is that the movie begins at all. <laughs> <laughs> Or just begins again, automatically repeats. <laughs> uh, even with the current legal battle raging on, Paramount is still planning to celebrate the 40th anniversary. 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 <laughs> it's a college you go to where you just celebrate your anniversary all the time. 40th anniversary of Friday the 13th with a new limited edition Blu ray plus digital release. Currently listing May 5th release on uh, Amazon. The release will also include additional unrated footage and special features, which will be ensconced and immortalized in stunning steelbook packaging. I always know when steelbook is coming, just the way you build up to steelbook. You know what's nice worst. about this computer that I'm typing on? I can type steelbook without this fucking thing auto-correcting. To Steenbach, <laughs> which there's only okay. there's only a handful of people in the entire world that would ever type the word Steenbach, and they're uh, I don't archaeologists. Well, a Steenbach is an old editing machine. No, a Steenbach. Steenbach. Okay. A Steenbach is some type of uh, like wild deer. Okay. So like you know maybe a like a guy who works on a wild nature preserve would mm-hmm. maybe type the word steenbach 
I'm trying to type the word steelbook, which most people, well, not most people, but a lot more people than typing the word fucking Steenbach would do. Anyway, volume four of Scream Factory's Universal Horror Classics is headed to Blu-ray on March 17th. With all new 2K scans, new audio commentaries, a new featurette, and more. Volume 4 will include Night Key, Night Monster, The Climax, and House of Horror. Oh, I've seen The Climax. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the four of these movies all in a row tell a story just in, in and of themselves. Say again. Night Key, mm. right? So you got the key to the house. Night Monster. That key. Oh, I'm a monster, baby. Yeah. Right, right. Uh. The Climax. <laughs> and House of Horror. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, if you can see what just happened right here, it was yeah, something to yeah. behold. That's for sure. <laughs> That's oh, it. Boy. That's it. That's just, all right. Wow. The look of confusion on the last one was uh, a couple more here. The 2018 release of Cor- Corley Fargent. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize. I apologize if I'm not. 2018 release of Corley Fargent's Revenge, which is fitting because I think we're going to do that movie for next week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Revenge came with no extra special features. So fans of the film will be pleased to hear that the UK's Second Sight Films will be releasing a limited edition Blu-ray with tons of new bonus content. Nice. Due out May 11th. And the last one, real quick, because we're going over time, Come to Daddy. Speaking of Elijah Wood. Mm, I've seen that documentary, too. (laughs) No. (laughs) What? Nothing. Come to Daddy, uh, uh, starring Elijah Wood himself oh, and yeah. Stephen McCaddy. Yeah, from fucking. Uh, 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 Come on, you got Pontypool. It. Yeah, that's so one. good. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about this movie. I can't wait to see it. That's coming out on March twenty fourth. I oh, baby, love baby. the the movie choices <laughs> that Elijah Wood makes. Recently, he was in a movie called. Um, Oh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That. I, yep. I, that's not the. I think there's something more to. No, it's, that's right. I think. I don't feel. I, think that's, I don't feel home. I don't. In, I don't feel at home in this, this world, world anymore. I'm pretty sure that's exactly. I don't know right. if you've seen it. I have. I have not. It's so good. It's weird and quirky, and it's exactly the kind of movie that Elijah Wood just completely excels in. Mm-hmm. And come to daddy is the same type of feeling yeah. of movie. Like I haven't seen it obviously, but like it feels like the exact same style of movie and it's Oh awesome. yeah. I watched the I watched the Come to Daddy trailer and I was just like I was I was confused, but I was also <laughs> intrigued and I'm just like why does he have this fucking weird haircut and mustache but it totally fits like only yeah. Elijah Wood can pull that right? off in a movie. Okay. Stephen McCaddy's incredible. He looks creepy as mm-hmm. shit toward the end of the trailer. It just everything yeah. about it looks awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm the setting of the pl- the setting of the movie looks really cool. Yeah, I'm. So I'm, I'm, I'm very I'm excited to see 100% it. One hundred percent into it. So, so anyway, right. that's it for blues. Our last bit of news here. Uh, this is the real biggest news of the week. It dropped today. We got a teaser trailer for Stranger Things season four. Oh, mama! Got to talk about this a little bit, right? Okay. Otherwise, what kind of a news show would we be? Spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen. Season two <laughs> or, or three. three. Jen, you fuck. I'm sorry. I, I'm do you, wanna, do you actually want to plug your ears for this part? Because it might be. Yeah. 
Mm. You should maybe. I'll take these off and I'll take a hike. You fucking. Well, I'm not. I'm not Jen, gonna take a take, hike. Taking off your headphones doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, hear I us. know. It's <laughs> obviously I can't plug my ears if I just take if I have headphones on because then I'll just hear you louder. All right, plug them up. I'll go in the. I'll plug them up. Okay, I can't hear you. Okay, so so so, as everybody knows, Hopper. Yeah. Right. Yes. He sacrificed himself to the noodle god at the end of season three. This is okay, called, she can't this is called misdirection, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so we all know what happened to Hopper, though, yeah. at the end of season three. Right. Uh, it was a big thing. I don't think anybody didn't expect him to come back. No, I mean, they... But I feel like they gave this away way too quickly. I think that what they should have done is they should have misdirected you. So if you don't know what we're talking about, there was a, a teaser trailer that was dropped or whatever. It's obviously in Russia. It's a whole bunch of like Russian... Um, uh, prisoners working on a line, basically. Yeah. And the camera zooms in, and one of the workers is Hopper, and that's the end of it, right? Right. So Hopper is alive. But I was kind of pissed when they did this, because it's like, that was the big mystery. They should have held that closer to the chest until maybe after even the first episode or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. What they could have done to really throw people off is they could have misdirected it and made you think they were zooming in on a guy that looked like Hopper, and then quickly panned to the right, and it was fucking Sam's brother or something like that, you know? Like, Sam's brother. Who died, also. So, oh, yeah. Like, something like that, oh, though, where uh, a character that you most definitely think is dead is the alive, you know? his name? Sexy as fuck with that mullet. That's his the, name. And the mustache. Yeah. I can't remember Oh, his shit, name. I can't think of Point is, though, point is, though. Like, Billy. Billy? Billy, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Like, Billy. my point is, though, is, like, <laughs> I feel like to give away the fact that Hopper is still alive so early on, it kind yeah. of just like that was like the big thing that like people were talking about. Yeah. Why would you give that away? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It seems weird to me. Um, I do agree. There are a couple of other things though. Jen, plug your fucking <laughs> God. You trying to ruin this for yourself? Uh, I'm not. A couple of other things though. Is there is there a misdirect? And I feel like. Looking at the uniforms of the military officers that are on this base or whatever the hell it is, where they're they're first of all they're they're making a railroad by hand, uh, which you don't on the rails. which you don't do anymore. Yeah, even even in in Russia in Mother railroad Russia, builds you in Soviet Russia <laughs> railroad builds you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to any Russians listening to this. Yeah, if there's we already, any, we already lost our one French fan. We can lose our Russian fan oh, too. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Who cares? Probably Putin. Let's throw Ukraine in there too, huh? <laughs> um, I'm okay with Ukraine. Hot broads. <laughs> but but Swedes, don't leave us, babies. Don't leave us, Swedes. We need you. Um, no, I like. I feel like there might be a t- like a like a like a, a time vortex kind of thing going because I'm looking at the the oh. fact that they're building a, a railroad by hand. They're actually hammering the things into that's place. A good point. I didn't. Even I think know about for that. a fact, being that my son is obsessed with trains and railroads, that that's not how you build railroads anymore. And and also and also the uniforms that the. Uh, the MPs were wearing. They are old. They look old too. So I think Ooh. that there's some sort of, like I actually think that Hopper is existing in the past. At so this maybe point. so maybe he his physical form died, but he got thrust back into the past. I don't like, know. No, I don't I don't know that he actually died. I think that there's somehow like a, a link between the future and the past in this you know, like 
the in between is obviously a, a a crazy place. So like I I feel like there might be a link between the future and the past in the in between. If so, I'm somehow he traveled when he got thrown through that hole, whatever the fuck it was in the wall, that he somehow ended up in the past. All I can hope is that an age reversed uh, Scully and Mulder show up from the early nineties. Yeah. At the end of this, yeah. it will make my dreams come true. It'll be a crossover. Yep. Stranger Things, X-Files crossover. Yeah, I'll jizz in my pants. <laughs> um, That's my jizz other, in my pants. The yeah. other thing that I want to say is uh, David Harbour has given me the confidence to, uh, if my wife will agree with this, shave my head. Cause oh, he, yeah? Because he looks dope I as hell. I thought you were going to say that he gives you the confidence to lose weight. <laughs> No, because he because he was a little bit chubby. No, because no, he he's ripped. No, he, he didn't really get that ripped for Hellboy. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. A lot of that was prosthetics. A lot of it was prosthetics. We've okay. already talked about this. Okay. Okay. No, it was the shaved head. He looks keep, great with keep, a shaved head. Keep talking, fat boy. If I can look half as good as he does with the, sh- <laughs> keep talking, dude. <laughs> you are just as fat as I am. I am svelte. No, <laughs> not true. You and I look almost exactly the same, except for you're 40 pounds lighter than I am because you're 17 inches shorter than I am. Because I make this shit look good. That's why. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Although I do like that shirt with the undershirt combo. It's a really good. Thanks, man. It's a nice color combination. Thanks, man. But he looks good with a shaved head, and it he makes does. me feel like maybe I would look good with a shaved head. Probably too. not. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it. You can unplug right. your ears now. Hey, welcome back, Am I Jen. Good? Yeah, you're Hi. Good. Could you hear any of that? Um, I was making a point to read the movies behind me so that I was focusing on something else, so I didn't Smart really hear okay. much. Smart choice. I did hear something about you yelling at Mike about being fat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't enough. worry about that. That didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> well, all I cause at that point I tur- I turned around because I thought you guys were like I thought I caught a piece of something that meant you guys were done, and I turned around and I just see you pointing at him and then the shirt and something. I was like, okay. Oh, I was just telling him that his, <laughs> okay. I liked his color combination tonight. When you can't actually, when you're really focusing on not hearing something that's going on around you and you're just watching the the pointing and the, the gesturing, it's we quite should, entertaining. We should have literally just let her sit there for the rest of the night with we her ears covered. Okay, at some point I would have stopped because it was starting to hurt. No, I don't think so. How, how, All right. how do you plug your ears? So, Why was it hurting? Well, because it was just, I was sitting there that long and I was trying really hard to not listen. Oh, yeah. All right. So yes, yes Michael. You so there's your bleed feed. Jump in, ruin our Stop phone. being mean to James. No, because I need to come up with our stupid fact of the day. Oh. Guys. Look at you on top mm-hmm. of things. Right. All right. Stupid fact of the day. We're talking about werewolves, right? Mm-hmm. So here's some stupid werewolf knowledge for you. Uh, the werewolf concept developed simultaneously with the belief in witchcraft in medieval times. Uh-huh. Similarly... Similarly to the witch trials, there were also werewolf trials at the same time. What? Although they were the werewolf really? trials were not as common, they persisted as long as the early 18th century. <laughs> That's wow. awesome, right, dude? Who knew? Well, people in the 18th century knew, Jen, because <laughs> I just told you. That. <laughs> and did they have the same outcome? Like they were, they were. Uh, basically, so died like, either way. Yeah. So like we know, we know how the witch trials went. Like they would basically, you know, either dunk a dunk a poor woman underwater and see if she would drown, or yeah. Based on this, they just slaughtered them. 
Oh. Well, it's kind of the same. Less trial, more murder. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Well, that's kind of the witch trials, too. I mean, they they held them underwater, and if if you survived, you were a witch, and they killed you, and if you didn't, it was because you weren't a witch, and you drowned. (laughs) That's that's, that's pretty true. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. (laughs) Um, No, that's that's gnarly, though. That's crazy. Uh, I... I would, uh, that's fair to me, though, because I, <laughs> I believe in werewolves. I choose, I choose to believe in werewolves. Really? Yes. I choose to 100%. believe in the tofu. Because I, I believe that I'm going to be killed by one and someday. In the tofu. Someday. And go. In the tofu. And go. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. And, uh, when we come back, we're going to get, uh, we're going to, we're going to make James believe even more. In the lycanthrope, in the werewolf, in the dog man. What are you watching? Dancing crabs. <laughs> Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. The abstract stuff. That was pretty good, right? It was cool. Pretty good, right? Your neighbors don't know what the fuck is happening in this apartment. It was really, really cool. Either. Either they're torturing animals or that guy's really bad at sex. I, I don't know. I don't know which one it is, but something's happening down there. It's either, it's either really bad at sex or really good for twelve seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, werewolves. Werewolves and scene. Every every time there's a weird, awkward break in conversation for me, any time in life from now on, I'm going to do that. Um, uh, Werewolves. (laughs) It'll bring up some good conversation. Uh, All right. Werewolves. So these these two movies that we had had mentioned before uh, are movies that I had not seen before. I uh, broke my howling cherry this week, uh, and I did it twice. It's because it's a weird way to put it, but <laughs> no, no, a little my, bit. My howling Jerry, it was calling to be broken. Um, yeah, so we're gonna talk about the howling first. From <laughs> this is a shit show. <laughs> Come on, guys, get it together here. <laughs> the Howling from 1981, directed by Joe Dante. Uh, obviously, everyone knows Joe Dante. Uh, Gremlins 1 and 2, Inner Space, Piranha, Twilight Zone, my favorite movie of all time, The Burbs. Your favorite comedy, at least of all time, I was The about Burbs. To say, your favorite um, movie of all time. He also, little known fact, he also did 10 episodes of Hawaii 5 0. The new one. I was gonna say the new one or the old <laughs> the one. The new one. Really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Dante's a legend. Like uh, everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows the Howling, apparently, except for me. <laughs> um, after a bizarre and near deadly encounter with a serial killer, a television newswoman is sent to a remote mountain resort whose residents may not be what they seem. Bum bum bum. Indeed. Mm. So now here's the problem. Yeah. We we watched this movie on uh, Tuesday. 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 We watched it on Tuesday. <laughs> did you have a... Hold on. Did you just say it like Tuesday? I did. We did it at the same time. Why? Yeah. 
Who who did you have in your life that said it like that? TV. It was a TV. It was from TV. It um, wasn't anybody. Never mind. She was raised yeah, by TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Next but... week on Doctor Phil. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? <laughs> what is it? The, the Colonel? Doctor <laughs> Phil. Mad TV. Oh, it was the God. um. No, why? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Stuart bit. Oh, the mom oh, said it like that. Oh, Stuart. Stuart. Oh, Stuart. Yeah. Tuesday. We're gonna go anyway. see him on Tuesday. Um. Yeah. So You're we watched, watched on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Um. Mike was uh, not in the right mood. In and not, out. In and out of consciousness. I. Well. Okay. Okay. I was not. There are some movies that if you're just not in the right mood to watch them, you're not. Going to, I don't know what happened. Is mm-hmm. there? <clears throat> uh, if you're not, <laughs> you weren't, you weren't in the right mood to watch them. Mike. I've, I've, I've likened throat right now. Um, <laughs> there are some, there are some times when you're just not in the right mood to watch a certain yeah, movie, yeah. and it just, the movie will just completely fall flat on you, even though everybody around you loves it. Yeah, that was my impression of the Howling the first time I saw it. Because I, I was just couldn't get into it. Because let me explain something about me and Mike, <laughs> and and I'm explaining this to Jen sort of, but also she sort of knows this already. But I'm also mm-hmm. explaining it to the audience, mm-hmm. our vast audience. Which story? Um, we don't like movie talkers. It's true. Per se. It's true. Even though we've sort of become I was going to say, the three on, of us will on. talk through an entire movie. But we've mastered the art of talking during a movie because we, we will only talk in the small little negative spaces where talking can fit. The, without, the wrinkles of the movie, if you will. Exactly. The, yeah. the, 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 the small wrinkles in the movie, we have learned to only speak in those times. We know how to vocabulate your crevices. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same as... I think I learned about that when I was... <laughs> something about doing the ABCs on the the, the man in that, the boat. That's right. <laughs> well... A B C A. Jen's face is the same color as her shirt right now. I think she's dead. I'm pretty sure she's actively dying right now. So we have learned we have learned to live in these crevasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so we're so we're not vo- vocal spelunking. <laughs> so we're not we're not really movie talkers. Vocalize your crevices. <laughs> we're not really movie talkers. Like you dated a movie talker once, and oh, I want and I wanted to punch her in the head mm-hmm. or the chin more specifically. Um, <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Um, and and she would talk over the dialogue. That's mm-hmm. not that's not how we roll. Mm-mm. We will talk, we'll make comments, but we write we we wait for the the appropriate time. Right. Right. So, I was doing that during this movie. This is how I knew Mike was not in the mood to watch this movie because I was I was doing our typical our typical commentary in between the scenes, in the wrinkles if you will, yeah. in the crevasses. Mm-hmm. And Mike was just fucking dead to the world, just silent. And I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm here's glad we're ha- I'm glad we're having time. such a fun here's time." Here's my here. problem. Here's fun my times. problem. Here's my problem. And then at one point toward the end, I look over and he's just 
Yeah, I, I, I eyes closed, just dead. And I'm like, I, hey, I, fucking I, <laughs> wake up. So here's the thing. You've the, never seen this movie before. What are here's you the doing? Thing. The Howling has such a... I mean, it's it's one of those movies that is put on a pedestal mm-hmm. with the greats of the greats of like the seventies horror movies, right? Yeah. Um, and so I eighties or was it, yeah, it was eighty one. You're right. Um, so oh, going into it, sorry. I got the hiccups. Uh, so going into it though, I expected this like epic, great eighties horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all like, like, like uh, you know, in ilk of all of like the 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 the. the, the Friday Thirteenth or the Freddy Kruegers or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I just expected this. I don't know what I expected, but I expected something different. I guess is what yeah. it was. Okay. And yeah. so when you watch The Howling for the first time, though, you don't even see your first werewolf until fifty-five minutes or something like that minutes or into something. the really? movie. Hmm. It's a long time, and there's this whole backstory of of um, D. Wallace, and she's she's this news reporter, and they're trying to catch a serial killer. And a guy comes in and open fires on a whole bunch of wackerdoos in the in the porn theater, <laughs> and but then but the story though is about her. It's about her trying to recover from this, even though there was like a little bit of a werewolf thing in the beginning. It's very very long winded. But my point. But you you actually said and and maybe this was, and I just this, didn't catch it at first. Maybe this right, is because yeah. you weren't in the mood to watch it, but. In the beginning of the movie, she's so she's like this kind of uh, undercover journalist, and she's agreed to meet up with this guy who is a, a, a known serial killer. And that seems ill advised. He wants to meet her in a fucking in like a. Like she a, likes the bad boys. <laughs> he wants to meet her in like a fucking Jack in the Box, you know, like a like I a. I love their burgers. <laughs> or or a, their special sauce is key. Or a Jack Box oh rather, God. in a porn shop. So it's really it's a it's kind of it's really a weird scene. So she goes into this little like which you can see it on her face. <clears throat> Apparently, D. Wallace was extremely uncomfortable even walking through that porn store. Oh, it was sure. a real porn store. Sure. And apparently, she was really uncomfortable. You can see it on her face. D. Wallace has always struck me as a very wholesome sort of. I would actually. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. She's like she's she was definitely she was like uh, she was like mom at age twelve. I was gonna say she was she you know was, like she was one of those kind of chicks. She was, she was, she was kind of she was kind of a babe when she was younger. Oh, yeah. she was a babe when she was yeah. younger, but she was she's kind a babe of now. <laughs> sure, she's a babe now, but a babe in the way that like your friend's mom would be. You well, know what I mean? Well, like even when she was younger, it was kind of like she was. The mom, you, like she was your friend's mom, who you, if you were drunk, you might take a run at her. But- <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I'd even need to be drunk. <laughs> oh no, not no. I just mean drunk for confidence' right. sake. Oh, because gotcha, you're okay. like 18 okay, and okay. your friend's mom is a babe, and you might take a run at her. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know okay. what I mean? All right, all right. Um, but, I'll take a walk so, on the walls. So she's so she's in this she's in this place watching a skin flick because he drops a quarter and she's watching. It's really like kind of a disturbing, violent. Sort they of, shot that specifically for the did movie. Did they really? Too. Yeah, it's like a gangbang scene, like where the oh. girl was all tied up and shit. No, like, it was a total rape scene. Like it was like oh. a or simulated rape scene. It was yeah. nuts. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. I'm not. No. A, I'm not no, into no, no, that. No. Yeah, I like romance personally. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm a romantic. You know what I mean? You know. Right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, no, James. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mike. 
first, first, what you got to do is you got to get some Colombian tuberose. <laughs> so she's in, so she's in the porno booth. And we're back to the tuberose. She's in the porno booth with Eddie, the serial killer. <laughs> so, so you actually didn't pick up on the fact that he kind of transformed well, into did, a wolf at I first. I did, right? but I didn't. I I thought that there was something weird about the scene, but I don't know what it was. Something about it just didn't. It didn't connect with me the way that it was supposed to. I have the feeling that you know how you know how when you're watching a movie and it's like you you watched the whole thing but you didn't actually see it. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, like it didn't. It I didn't. feel like you were when we watched it. it very the, well, might have. Been. I feel like you were in that I was state out the from, entire. I was movie. out from the start of the movie. Yeah. for some strange reason, yeah. and the fact that it did, which is takes, fine. Like maybe you were just tired. You know, the fact like, that there is so much expose before like the climax of mm-hmm. the movie though it didn't help, mm-hmm. and it, it just my the, the, my first watch through of this was just not a good journey. Yeah, of watching the Howling, it just yeah. wasn't. Because well, um, the thing though, we got to the end of the movie, and he's just like, I don't know, man. Like what it was. Why is this so like, well loved? <laughs> there was like twenty minutes left in the movie, and he's just like, I don't know, it's just isn't, it's not grabbing me. And I was like, really? And obviously, like, I've been know, sleeping just... for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, at that point, I really hadn't been like, I don't know. I think he Here's fell asleep for like the last I, ten minutes of the movie. I did or though. I rewatched it the very next night. Yeah, by myself. Right. And I loved it. So it's me, apparently. I was say, so it's you. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't get over here till eleven o'clock. Fuck, it's late. Um, Bro, that, that used to be the start of our night. <laughs> yeah, 11 right. o'clock. And we're, we're, we're old. old. <laughs> um, no, I did I did appreciate it, though, way, way, way more my second time around. So that's where we're going that. to pick up our review at this point in time. Okay. Or our discussion, rather, at this point. Because I just that, that my first run-through just was not a great run-through. Yeah. It, it happens. You know what I'm saying? So, from, from the, the second viewing... Yeah. Tell me how you were feeling. No, I loved it. I actually really got into the story of... Uh, so, Dee Wallace plays a character named Karen, and she has a husband named uh, Bill. Such a total Karen and right? Bill. Bill. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's funny, though. His character name is R. William Bill Neal. Why does he have such a long name? He's just Bill. <laughs> just, I don't really get just it. Bill. Anyway, though, Karen and Bill, uh, they have like a, a, a decent relationship, but they're kind of on the rocks, you can tell. There's some, there's some stuff going on. And... Um, D goes through, uh, Karen rather, goes through this traumatic experience with this murderer. She doesn't really know exactly what she saw. And uh, it's recommended by her like psychiatrist to, hey, come up to the convoy or the, or the what do they call it? The, oh, it's a, they com- call it a community. The community, yeah. They come up to the no. community. Is that what they call it? I, whatever. It, it, it's, a, it's a fucking group of people on a goddamn mountain. It's a- come on. Commune. 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 There we go. Commune. The commune. <laughs> as, soon as, you said, as soon as you said a bunch of fucking hippies, I knew what it was. Like, come, up, come up to our commune, you know, relax, get through this. You can you can remember what you saw. You know, you can get past it. It's like a therapy right, whole thing, right. right? So they get up there, and uh, before this, you know, D, uh, or uh, Karen and Bill try to have some sexy time, but Karen's just not into it because, you know, traumatic experiences. Totally understandable, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Dickhead husband, oh, you don't want to bang, turn over, go to bed. What a dick. Mm. Right? Douchebag. Uh, right? Did you see his mustache? Okay. <laughs> listen. From here on when out, you, when, Bill, Bill will be known as not Tom Adkins from here on out. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. Listen. Because dude looks exactly like Tom Adkins, but it wasn't him. Except for blonde. <laughs> listen, when you have a mustache like that and the chest hair... If she's not down, careful to, now. If she's not down to clown, <laughs> you roll over. You know. No, 
No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. Dick move. No. No. Nope. Sorry, guys. Nope. His mm. dick moved. <laughs> the other way. The other way. The opposite way. <laughs> Point is, though, they're already on the rocks, right? So they go to this commune or whatever, and uh, you know they get there, and there's a lot of like weird people. They want to feed. They want to feed not Tom Adkins some beef, and he's like, "No, dude, I don't do the beef." He goes away. It's kind of a weird thing. I'm, ve- I'm vegan, baby. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? He's not strange, is he? dude. No, he just says I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat. He's like the he was like the first the first precursor. first gen vegan. <laughs> nah, I don't eat meat. <laughs> fucking douchebag. Um, the fuck. Anyway, though, so <laughs> you then you then <laughs> like like they're roasting an entire pig on the beach. No, you eat no, it. I cannot. You know, I would not. Why? You, Why? Huh. Why? Hold on. This is important. Why? I looking at it in the shape of what it was once alive. I can't do it. You know, like what I, I could not walk up and just chop off a chunk of ham. Off you know the what? Egg. You know what? No. You're coming over to eat at my house tomorrow is a pork butt, right? Yeah, I it's know. An, it's an eight pound yeah, pork but butt. Jen, but Jen loves the butt. Mm. Listen, <laughs> get out of here. Go away. Get me a beer while you're up. How about that? Um, I don't know where he's going, but I need a beer, so grab me one of those. No, it's it's truly it's seeing something in its whole form. I if I think too much about the fact that I'm eating a pig, I will have to stop. Oh, for real? Yep. I love it. Couple few summers ago, we were so you could never date a cop. I'll take one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I did once. Just a nice fat slab of bacon. No, a couple summers ago, we were over at my uh, we were over at my cousin's house, and for his party, you can you can basically have a company come out and roast a whole pig, mm-hmm. dude. It was the most stereotypical dads thing ever. Standing around the pig, all the dads, all the dads, <laughs> all at the same time. We all went over to the because it was a it was one of the big grills, like a a big barrel grill, you know. Mm-hmm. All of us. It, we didn't even say like, "Hey, come over and see the pig." It was like all instinctively. At one point in time, there was like a there was a certain point in the day where we all knew that we were supposed to go to the grill, and we all walked over, probably elevated our right leg to a ninety degree angle, the big gym if you're familiar, and we all stood there and the guy lifted up the top and we looked at the pig spinning. And we're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and he and he peeled little pieces off. There was an apple in the pig's mouth, oh. everything, the whole shot. And we, we used to have pig roast and we just, every year. And know? I could never eat it. Oh man, it's so good. You nope, just, it's a me- it's a mental thing for just, me. I can't do it. He peeled a bunch off, slapped it on a little tray oh. for us, and we just gross. We I'm just pretty ate sure it, that I would let the grease drip down our oh. chins. It was so I, good. Pig roast sounds delicious to me. Mm. I'm pretty sure I'd wrap my nope. molars around a pig's asshole and just <laughs> love it. <laughs> too far, Mike. Too far. No, it's not. It's no, not, it's not really no. It's really not. No, oh, no. Okay. Who doesn't love good pork butt? That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, come on over tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Right. Just don't talk about the pig in his butt. Bring, bring so a couple limes. Asshole tacos. That's what you're making. <laughs> making butt tacos butt tacos i'm into it um okay so anyway where, where were we where were we uh, they i have go, no idea they go to the commune they go to the commune they meet a whole bunch of people there's a husband and wife there the husband's trying to feed him meat or whatever oh, that's the, we wife, the wife yeah, the wife cook out on the beach the wife takes uh d wallace's character off to talk about stuff or whatever right but then the husband though bill meets the uh marcia marcia quisk 
Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She looks sort of like, um, I don't know, like she looks like she could be like a horror host or something like that. Like she, she has that weird vibe to her. Like she's the kind of gothic or whatever, kind of like. To clarify, he said she hor- looks, horror, horror yeah. host. She looks like a Mortal Kombat character, and I can't think of her name right oh, now. Dude. Oh, dude. Shiva, Shiva, uh, f- she, Shiva, yeah. Shiva. No, Shiva had... Uh, the girl in purple and black. Yes, yes. Is it Shiva? Is oh, that her name? Oh, dude. She looks exactly Who's like her. Who's the chick with the four arms? Uh, no, it wasn't her. It wasn't her, yeah. It yeah. wasn't her. Yeah, uh, it was the chick with the, the sword. Yeah, yes. That's who she looked like, though. Yes, thank you. <laughs> not not four arms. Not four arms. Yes, the other, the chick in the purple with the white hair, white and black hair. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. looks She looks. She looked a lot like her. Um, and that right, right then and there, you knew right off the bat that she wasn't completely human, that she was half dog. And it was right, <laughs> it was right then and there when I knew, shit, I'm into bestiality uh. because I had a fucking dog fucked her like you wouldn't believe. Hey, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> wow. Just saying, I'm just saying. That's that escalated very quickly. This is the howling. Re- this is the howling review you never thought that's you needed. That's a whole different I'm howling. O- I'm okay with it. Can I show you something? Something really weird, real quick. Yes, you can. Um. So <laughs> I don't know where this conversation is going. Maybe I, not. <laughs> I wanted to find out who you were talking about because I we we both know that it's Mortal Kombat yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it's Shiva. So I typed in Mortal Kombat on IMDb. Yep. Internet Movie Database. If you don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you, James. And I went to Mortal Kombat, and here's what we get. The fuck? Chucky? Yeah. Why is there a Chucky? <laughs> so that's from bizarre. so from here oh, down, it it's Mortal Kombat. No, yeah, that's bizarre. No. Well, usually there's, at the very top of the page, usually there's like a, a trailer or yeah. something for it. But yeah. It's child's play. Yeah, that's weird. That's, that's bizarre. bizarre. That's weird. Anyway. Um, anyway, though, yeah. Sorry. Dog, all dog fucking aside. <laughs> she's very, she's a very attractive woman and she seduces Bill, right? Starts, yeah. starts to seduce Bill. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of the end for, uh, for Karen and Bill's relationship. You know what I'm saying? Beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. The whole, this whole like, first 50 minutes of the movie though is literally about their relationship for, mm. for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. they go to this place it's weird there's all these outside forces affecting <clears> them <throat> you know there's this underlying story of the werewolf going on uh little do you know though that uh and this is a little bit of spoilers here but who hasn't seen this movie it's from 1981 it's almost 40 years old of course right yep um the the sexy dog chick Marsha, she is sisters with eddie the serial killer Right? You don't... Sister? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, because she's... Hold on. <laughs> Come on, James. Catch up. Catch up. <laughs> Wait, because she is... For uh... once, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look at you go. Oh, my right. God. You, did you not pick that up? Well... Well, she's also so, sister. She's I only, also... I only watched it once, and... She's I, also... I have seen this movie, like, dozens of times in my life. I watched and when I was younger, so I was watching it. You're falling asleep the other night, so I'm just like, "Hey, might as well have another Bud Light seltzer, black, Delicious. black cherry flavored." Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, the Bud Light seltzer is delicious. Uh, I don't think that I, I don't think that I realized that they were siblings. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. There's another oh, sibling God, though too. There's another idiot. guy that's also her brother. Yeah. So there's three people in the family. The guy who's kind of the squirrely. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Kind of weird. Kind yeah. of weird dude that you yeah. that like just kind of looks like a werewolf even though he's a dude. Yeah. Right. 
like just as a human, he's a werewolf already. <laughs> and so the, as, as the story progresses, there's two other uh, friends of hers, uh, uh, friends of Karen's that are also like kind of looking into this whole werewolf thing. Um, one of them uh, is actually a pretty famous dude, if you believe it or not. You have, uh, oops, excuse me. You have uh, Belinda Belowski, who plays Terry Fisher, and then uh, Dennis Dugan, who plays Chris Halloran. Here's the thing. Chris Halloran, the dude that uh, is like the boyfriend or husband or whatever of the... Are they both uh, working in TV, or is it just her? Uh, Dennis I couldn't du- really figure it out, yeah. Well, Dennis Dugan plays Chris Halloran. He's like the producer of He's the... a producer. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. And then his girlfriend is... Uh, who'd you say that his girlfriend was? Uh, Belinda Is Belisky. that Belinda Belaski, yeah. Terry Fisher? Yep. Yeah. She was the cute, she was kind of the mousy sort of. Yeah. 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 She yeah. was, yeah, they're, she was super cute. They're in, um, what's his name's bookstore? Uh, Dick, uh, uh, Dick Miller's bookstore. Oh, I totally yeah. want to go to Dick Miller's book. book. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Miller's book. Try it again. Totally I totally want to go, go to Dick, Dick Miller's, Miller's book. <laughs> <laughs> I totally want to go to Dick Miller's to bookstore though. He's oh. like the Giles of this movie. Well, I oh. said he's got he's got all the books. He's dude, the I library. said I said his I said his store was the internet pre-internet. Yeah, it was great. Like his store was you didn't watch this movie, did you? Mm-mm. His store was uh, floor to ceiling, and the ceiling was like thirty feet high. Wow. Floor to ceiling, just books on the occult. Oh yeah, it was great. On the occult oh, and cryptids. Oh, body got a book for that. Oh yeah, like at one point in time, they're like, "Hey, you got anything on this?" And he's standing on the ladder, you know, like the sliding ladder. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, just wheel me over there." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. And, and they slide him over like ten feet, and he's like, "Yeah, right there." And he pulls out this book Here's on the werewolves. Uh, nice. Dennis, so cool. Dennis Dugan, though, who played the the boyfriend or whoever to, yeah, yeah, to her, yeah. um, he would have a very great career after this directing. Movies like Happy Gilmore. Well, he and, was also in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, a whole yeah. shit ton of other Adam wow. Sandler movies, though. So he works very closely mm-hmm. with Sandler, which is very cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's always funny to see guys from way back then, and then they have whole different careers <laughs> afterwards. Yes. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Cool. But uh, anyway, sorry. So we're back to this. So you have these two that are uh, investigating it. They end up coming to the commune themselves and realizing that there's a connection between the murder in the beginning, the commune, and hilarity ensues. That's that's the howling. Basically, <laughs> that's the that's it. That's and like, that's it. Well, they earlier early in the movie they find uh, it, so Eddie Eddie Quist right was the the serial killer, and they find artwork in his apartment. Yeah, dope artist. By yeah, the way. right. He does totally. a lot of really cool stuff. But um um, uh, what was the uh, the mousy girl's name? Shit, the Karen. Mousy girl. Oh, no, not Terry. Karen. That was Terry. So Terry. She's the, she's actually the one who figures out most of this stuff. Well, there's a picture of like a bay area with like very specific sort of islands and peninsulas, and she like she sees the artwork, and then she actually goes there and realizes, oh shit, this is where he drew this from. Uh-huh. This is the bay. Eddie is at this commune. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I think that I I honestly think that her scenes between her figuring out where uh, where the uh, the correlation between the art and real life, and then hiking through the woods, finding the shack in the middle of the woods that is probably uh, owned by Eddie Quist, yep. and then being attacked by the werewolf, and then running and finding the doctor's um, the doctor's office, yep. and then being attacked by another werewolf. Eddie. I feel like being her, attacked by Eddie. I feel like yeah. I feel like 
like her story. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long pause. I was trying. <laughs> I was like stuttering in my mind. Um, I feel like her story was the most exciting out of everybody. I agree. The I most agree. stuff happened to her. And I feel like, I feel like Dee Wallace the entire movie. As much as I love Dee Wallace, her character was just kind of running around going, "Oh, poor me!" the entire time. Like that was literally her character the entire movie. Like I hate to say that, but it's kind of true. It was it was Terry's character that was like really the, the go getter, yeah, trying to figure everything out, yeah, yeah, and like and really kind of fun. like she was pretty. Some of the situations, like pretty, pretty. <laughs> some of the situations, like me, like I, I am, I am, I still like out of all the out of all the like cryptids and and uh, universal monsters, <clears throat> movie monsters in general, werewolves are still the monster that consistently freaks me out. Why? Even when I even when I go back and watch these old movies, why don't you have a silver bullet all the time? Just no man the specific <laughs> gravity if you don't have the right kind of if you don't have the right kind of powder load they it's tum- true they tumble true. they tumble uh <laughs> we're mixing movies now <laughs> um no i i don't know there's something about werewolves where they're they have the they have the they have the the mind of a human mm-hmm. but the abilities of a of an animal you can't reason with them like with a vampire, you could be like, ah, "Don't drain me, dude! Don't drain me, bro! Like, like, fucking turn, turn me, sire me! Yeah. I'll become a vampire and I'll go. Like, we'll go out, we'll have some cool Saturday nights where we go out and we fucking feast, you know? Just but with a werewolf, me. there's yeah. no reasoning. No. With a werewolf, you just fucking get eaten, you know? And that freaks me out. And they're so huge. They're so huge and scary. The werewolves. So let's compare. Let's be. We're gonna compare the werewolves between this movie and the next movie. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So uh, the werewolves. Wise, yeah. The werewolves in this movie. Uh, first of all, the transitions take way too long. Well, that uh, was the thing, though. The thing, the the big transition scene in this movie is what this movie's known for. It was it was awesome, but it, was. it took too long. It. it... <sighs> I I I, agree. I mean like, that, I mean that, that's a, probably I not mean, a... from a from from a victim standpoint from a viewer standpoint she could have gotten up and run away right. a thousand times while he right. was transformed from a from yeah, a no. from a viewer standpoint it took too long from a victim standpoint hey it took I'm, way too long I'm no from a viewer standpoint or, or from a victim standpoint I'm from, good from a victim standpoint it's like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and for five minutes, and then you and then you stop saying that, and you're like, "Oh, you're oh, shit! I could have run." You're still, <laughs> right. oh, you're still going. Yeah. Oh, I. How does so here's oh, manage to uh, die that particular scene. And then you're just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip if you don't mind." <laughs> that that particular gonna, scene. It takes, fucking, it takes seven minutes for the guy to transition into werewolf. <laughs> that that scene though is the scene that is the most uh, well known scene of this movie, and that's what it's known for. I mean, quite frankly, it is really cool, and it is great. All the I will say though. It is long. Like it's almost too long. Yeah, it, you kind of get bored halfway through it. At least yeah. from my perspective, maybe that's sacrilege to say. Listen, I hated it the first time I watched it. So second, <laughs> so second time, I liked it, but it was it was a bit long. Like, mm-hmm. but I understand though that's one of the very few times you actually get to see the werewolf in the movie because there's not a whole lot of them. Right. Um, there's more in the second half, obviously, but uh, it's still not a lot. I, I think that um, I think that it worked, but it was too long. I I will definitely agree with you. Um, I mean, you basically just. I said... also think that the werewolves. Ms- oh, sorry. What? 
nothing never mind i shouldn't say that (laughs) um i also i also think that the werewolf itself where it looked really really great it was almost kind of cat-like uh like a little bit like it was weird rabbit-like or something i don't know it didn't strike me as the kind of werewolf that my mind immediately goes to you know what's funny neither did silver bullet to be honest with you know what's funny is like for some reason, even though they didn't look like like rabbits at all, when you said rabbit like, I kind of I kind of got what you were saying. It was the ears? I something think. The ears were really big. The, the... I I I actually liked the big ears. Yeah, I don't know. it was something about how skinny their arms were, though. Yeah, like there was that one scene where Terry ends up in um, in Doctor uh, Doctor Wagner's office. And she goes to look for the file on uh, Eddie Quist. This scene, out of all of them, even though it happens so slowly, it's kind of the one that startles you the most. Because she's looking for the file on Eddie Quist, and she finds it, and she pulls it out of the file cabinet. And it's not like she gets attacked suddenly. You just see a fucking werewolf hand slowly come out of frame. And just (laughs) just with two fingers, just with the thumb... In the in the pointer finger, I'll take that. <laughs> just just grab the file out of her hand, and it's so weird. And it's, dainty, it ha- dainty yeah, is the word dainty. for it. It happens so okay. slow, and it's like, and that's what that's kind of what ma- what makes it creepy in a yeah, way. Yeah, a little bit because you know that it's somewhere underneath all this fur and this fucking like this slobber and disgusting wolf bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You still have like you still have the mind of a um, of a man who's just like yoink. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that, and then I'm gonna slice your throat well, open. You know, it's talking, free, It's creepy. Yeah. We're you know? talking about the this super well known wolf transformation, right? In this movie, the other really well known scene is the the sex scene between not Tom Adkins and uh, what's her name? Not um, Tom Adkins and not Shiva. Not not Shiva. Uh, Marsha. Not Tom Adkins and Marsha. Right? Because um, that that scene I actually really liked a lot. It's like they're like. Like of course you did. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. uh, of course. He he had basically been like brainwashed, sort of by her, or maybe he just wanted the poon. I don't know. But like <laughs> he met her, he got out of bed from his wife. No, he had been he, no, he had been bitten at that. He point. He had been bitten. Okay. Yeah. So okay. he so was he like he was undergoing his transition. So he's not at a that complete point. asshole. He he had a he had an out. He was bitten. <laughs> he was bitten by the the no. love wolf. <laughs> so hey guys. <laughs> Guys, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're being confronted by your significant other by after you were cheating, there's your out. No, baby, I swear. It was Side a... note, it will not work. <laughs> I swear it was a full he moon. Goes, so he, I got he, bit by a werewolf. He, he leaves he leaves D. Walls uh, in bed and goes out into the middle of the woods and, and hooks up with Marsha. As you do, Marsha, you get shut down. Right? But this scene, though, I will say this, though. This scene, though, was really cool. It's like as they're as they're courting, they're wolfing at the same time. It's like it's like, it's like the more they fuck, the more they turn into a wolf, and it's it's just, it's, it's, it's almost crazy scene. The like, animalistic nature takes over. It's well, almost well, that's it's almost kind of like the it. it's almost kind of the opposite of what you want to happen though, because as you're getting more as you're getting more sexual, it's just weird. As you're getting more sexual, more body hair is showing up. <laughs> And I don't know about y'all. <laughs> but, I love it. But that's the opposite of what I want. 
Nope. I love it. I I'm prefer it. I prefer less body hair, you know? <laughs> like, it just starts to get awkward. As you're watching this, you're like, this feels like, no, I should not be watching this. Like, it's like, I don't feel like your chest was hairy <laughs> at the beginning of this. If I can't comb oh. your belly button, we're not in business. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I know we've had a few no. beers, but I don't remember your... I don't remember your nipples being that hairy. <laughs> don't get me started on that. Um, <laughs> so here's the that scene though is all, all joking aside. That scene though is one of the more well known scenes of the movie though, and it was really well done. I did like the transformation scenes between yeah, the werewolves. Yeah, that was cool. It was awesome. Um, well, they gradually changed as yeah, they yeah. were coiling. It was cool. It was cool. And, and back then, 1981, effects weren't as well fleshed out as no pun, pun intended <laughs> as, as they were in like you know 85 89 whatever like it was early so for, it, for the fact the fact that they got those types of effects for that are are pretty incredible actually but yeah. at the end of that scene <laughs> when they like they did the so the bonfire was raging and then you see the two it, basically at this point they've both transformed into full werewolf doing it missionary I feel like if wolves were going to have sex, it, they would do something more exciting than missionary. But like doggy. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, it right? Does. It does. It's logical. You want to do wolfy, baby? <laughs> wolfy. <laughs> and then she just, says, "Wolfy's just, just fine." <laughs> if that's where that name came from. Oh my god. Uh, Wolfy's just fine. By the way, is John Lejoy's. Uh, band's name. Look them up. They're fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That, I, I doesn't matter. Just look them up. Just look them up. Um, um, favorite favorite parts. Uh, favorite parts of the movie. Come on. Uh, favorite parts of the movie. Because we, we got to move on to the next. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> uh, the whole scene with um, <clears throat> I keep forgetting her name. Uh, Terry. Karen. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie. Uh, Terry. 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 The uh, yeah, the yeah. cute little mousy uh, yeah, reporter. Yeah. Uh. When she so she uh, she figures out basically that the the landscape is the same thing that Eddie Quist has drawn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up in the middle of the woods at that weird little cabin. She ends up in the cabin, and then she goes in and she sees the uh, the drawings that match up yeah. with the the same drawings that they found in Eddie Quist's apartment in the city. And then there's like the rattling behind the door, and she ends up underneath the porch. With the werewolf attacking her from behind. Sure. I thought that was... Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say the words from behind without you snickering. (laughs) You know what I mean, though? And then she chops off his hand. His hand turns into the human hand. Yeah. I thought that whole scene was was so cool. That was a really great scene. Everything about that scene was so awesome and so fun. And then right at the end when when, uh, um, uh, D. Wallace, Karen... She's she's like I need I need to show you something and then it's was not that, was that her actual voice <laughs> I need to show you something I need to show you. tonight on tonight on channel five I need to show you something no when she sh- when she first stands up and she opens her eyes really wide mm-hmm. it's not even when she undergoes the whole tran- tran- uh, transformation because she almost looks like a little puppy when she does it which is weird. But- she does. She which is, yes. She does. It makes sense in a way. Like if you if you if you're first transitioning, it would make sense that you would almost look like a pup, right? She looks like when a you Yorkie. transition. You, 
She does. She does. She looks like mixed a Yorkie, with a mog- straight up. Uh, not a mogwai. Uh, uh, um, um, no Yorkie. Like a Yorkie mixed with like a mixed, cotton ball. Mixed with a fucking. Uh, <laughs> why can't ball. I think of their name? The Ewok. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, but when she when she first stands up, and she opens her eyes really wide, and her eyes have that gold tint yeah, to cool. them. Cool. I think that's so cool. I, I uh, those are my two favorite scenes in the movie. One of my favorite scenes was in the very beginning of the movie. You have one of the newscasters in the bathroom practicing his lines, and he's like. Tonight on Channel 5. Blah, 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 blah. And then a guy walks in and he stops practicing because he's embarrassed. He goes, oh, hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Lambert? <laughs> he's got just a fucking total yokel <laughs> accent. Hey, how you doing yeah. tonight, Bill? And then the guy walks back out and he's like, tonight on Channel 4. <laughs> I loved it. I didn't get that the first time around. You actually laughed at it so much. I'm like, I don't really get that. That proves how much out of it I was the first time around. Dude, I think about this every night. Because I, wa- I, wa- I watch the news every night, even, you know, even though I, I, I watch the news every night and I, and I think to myself, like, how much are these people putting this on? Yeah. Because you, like, bit. nobody talks like that in real no. life, right? Mm-mm. Hey, it's Mike. True. Hey, Mike, let's go get a beer. <laughs> it's true. I'll, um, I'll meet you tonight at dooley's <laughs> dooley's no, i will not go to no. dooley's no i will not meet my, you at dooley's. my other favorite, favorite part of the movie though was the very end uh you have uh, eddie eddie uh re uh, re-emerges at the end mm-hmm. and uh he is confronting uh, uh terry not terry not terry what's her fucking name d wallace karen <laughs> fucking karen such a karen <sighs> uh karen he was approaching karen. karen though and karen ends up spraying a bunch of acid in his face oh yeah and oh dude. and then but then it's not the scene where she sprays acid in his yeah face. it's afterwards uh when what's his fucking face uh chris chris <laughs> so, o'halloran yeah uh dennis Dugan, happy gilmore guy he goes into the office and eddie comes out and his whole face is all he fucked up he comes the, back in human form yeah in human form and his but he's face all is just burnt fucking shit. yeah oh dude. it was such a cool effect i was uh-huh. like oh my god he really got <laughs> fucked up like holy shit <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. That was a really, really cool scene. I, I, I kind of love how, I kind of love how at the very end too. Though it's like they just burnt the fucking thing to the ground and killed all the. I don't know. It was like a cool, like wrapped up ending to me. They killed all, all the of where, them. Well, all, all of them. Mm. But like, I feel, I, I, I feel a twenty twenty sequel coming up. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Though. No, I liked I it. Did, a lot. I did too. I really yeah. did. Also, um, I like I like the design of the wolves too because you and I have talked about this before. Where you have two different types of werewolves. There's like, there's the uh, like in the movie that we're about to talk about. There's almost like the humanistic sure. type werewolf, where it's mm-hmm. m- almost more human than it is wolf. These were and way more have, wolf than human. These are like dog soldier type. Yeah. Well, type I will say wolves. this: I think dog soldiers look better. Well, oh, it was yeah, later. Dude. It was later on. They had dude, better technology. Yeah. They the, looked better. But the, yeah, the 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 dogs in dog soldiers looked fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but this these had more of a dog soldiers type feel than a a humanistic werewolf feel. Yeah, I agree. Um, two last things, super quickly, is I love the fact that Roger Corman made a cameo as the dude entering the phone booth. Oh, was that actually the, him? Yeah, it was actually you him. You said that at the time, and I didn't know if it was him or but not. But then also, at the very, very end, you had Mick Garris, who had a cameo. He was in one of the houses looking at the TV guide, like, what the fuck? Oh, when they're really? going When they're going through some news shit at the very end, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mick I Garris. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. <laughs> 
All right. That's a thing. That, uh, we spent a lot of time on that movie. We did. So we did. Let's, let's move on. So the next movie that we're talking about is... <laughs> I, I pointed at you, and you pointed back at me right away. We're talking about Silver Bullet from Silver 1985, Bullet. Uh, based on the original Stephen King short film. What was nope. it called? Not short film. Mm-mm. Or short book, short story. There we go. Cycle of the Werewolf. Cycle of the Werewolf. Um, this movie's amazing. Uh, it was directed <laughs> by a guy named Daniel At- uh, Atias. Atias? Atias. Um... Uh, at IS. <laughs> uh, you and the ass tonight. I, I cannot. I don't know how you say his last name. Daniel um, Adias. Adias, yeah. I would say. So he did not really go on to do much of anything else film wise, but he has a long, long history of it, TV. It's because he knew. He's like, he got done with One this done, movie. Right? He's like, I'm peaked. And I agree. I'm peaked, well, baby. I will agree with that. that. <laughs> listen, this might be controversial to say. This is far and wide my favorite movie of the two. Oh I, yeah, I think Silver Bullet is a thousand times better than The Howling. I know that's controversial because The Howling is like that, like cinematic, like like tentpole werewolf movie. Yeah. yeah, but I'm 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 just being honest with you here. Like I had way more fun with Silver Bullet than I did with Howling. No, I I it's just that's just the way it is. Maybe it's because of fucking crazy ass Gary Busey. I don't know. <laughs> so, no, I but... I agree. I'm like I have more. I have See, more... Jen has stuff to add now because she watched <laughs> yeah, this one. <laughs> I did. So I only watched this one and I'm so used to the fact that when I come, whenever I'm on this show, it seems to be the most ridiculous movies that we watch. <laughs> so I pull this up on my, I watch it on my phone with headphones on because my child was watching cartoons and I immediately, the first thing I see is Gary Busey. I'm like, oh fuck, here we go again. <laughs> All yep, right. Yep. We're in for it. accident, Gary Busey. Which honestly doesn't make Not much of a difference, difference. <laughs> because he's completely crazy. It's <laughs> just kind of crazy, but it, I actually ended up really liking it. I was I was quite I surprised. Loved it. it was very good. It was good, wasn't it? It was. I liked it a lot. This but was so I, at first glance, I was like, "Oh hell, <laughs> like, here we go again." <laughs> so this was this was one of the movies that uh, when I was younger, me and you guys know Greg, yeah, uh, our buddy Greg, we would go to my aunt Dinah's. She lived in Caseville. And, mm-hmm. and and kind of sort of out in the middle of nowhere. I mean it was on a major highway, but you know what you know what a major highway right. is in Caseville. It just means that it's the road that runs along it's a half a, half a, a lane road. road. It's it's right. the it's the it's the road that runs along the beach. That's what a main highway means. So we would rent a bunch of movies. We would always get it. Uh later on we would get thinner. Yep. I don't know and we would get this movie. For some reason, we loved Stephen King movies. I was going to say, yeah. There's, there's a theme here. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. And Porky's. <laughs> which, if you've never seen Porky's... Have you ever seen Porky's, dude? I have not dude? seen Porky's. Oh, are you fucking oh, kidding dear. me, dude? It's Porky's one, is yeah, so good. It's, it's one of those guilty, oh, guilty list movies. It is one of the funniest yeah. movies ever made. Uh, but anyway, um, this movie I have, I have a long history with... Uh, I would have dreams about this movie when I was younger, honestly. Like, I had this one particular werewolf dream that I could draw back to to this movie. Really? Yeah. Did it have to do with the church scene? No, it had to do with... It was... Uh, <laughs> was it Gary Busey sleeping in bed? It was kind of <laughs> like that, though. You, like, wished, you I, wished you were the chick, didn't you? <laughs> I think it was... I, oh, I have some mercy on your old uncle, would you? Uh, I've, I, I like... I, it, it it was yeah it was a weird dream like it was I had a lot of really fucked up dreams when I was younger but it was this mm-hmm. weird dream where I was uh, my my cousins had bunk beds and I was sleeping on the top bunk and then my 
mother came and told us that it was time to go and brush our teeth and go to the bathroom and then go to bed. Except for she was standing at the door but facing away from us. Which to me, that's always something like sinister. Right. If somebody's facing away from you, there's something weird going on. Something weird's happening. And then my cousins got up and ran out of the room. And then it was just me and my mom left there. And she's still facing away from me. And then it turns out that she was a werewolf. That's a fu- that's a that's dream that I had dream. when I was younger. I was <laughs> fucked up. But anyway, so I don't even remember where this started. Me neither. Synopsis um, for Silver Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, a werewolf terrorizes a small city uh, where lives the... No. Yep, no. That's what it says. A were... Hmm, fucking IMDb. <laughs> a werewolf terrorizes a small city where lives the paralytic... Paralytic? Paraplegic. No, that's why I was... Oh, paralytic? Paralytic. No, that I usually hear paraplegic. Paralytic? That might actually be right. The paralytic Marty uh, Coleslaw. No, (laughs) Coleslaw. It's kind of like Coleslaw. It's It's like Coleslaw. It's like Coslaw. Coslaw, yeah. 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 His uncle and his sister, the story's narrator. That doesn't tell you anything about <laughs> it. Really, the doesn't. plot at all. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> um, let's see if we can do this any better here. Uh, you have you have Marty who plays uh, who is played by Corey Haim, the the immortal Corey Haim, which I I realized after we watched this movie, <laughs> I don't really recognize Corey. I know the name. And I know that he's been in a lot of stuff. I know that he was best friends with Corey Feldman. I don't recognize Corey Haim by face. Not just not I just, just don't. Not just best friends. They were in like every movie together. He was which, like his J to a Silent Bob. Which like, m- I just, basically. which makes me think that maybe Corey Feldman was overshadowing, overshadowing poor o- Corey. Or overshadowing. Or overshadowing. All I'm saying is I'm way more familiar with Corey Feldman than I was Corey Haim. I know that Corey Haim, you know, met an untimely demise, but like you know, I just I can't pick him out of a crowd. I hate to say that. I know that it's, I'm losing points here. I get that's, it. That's crazy talk, dude. I, I, I get that. You've seen um, you've seen the Lost Boys, right? Yeah, I have, plenty of times. I just I don't know. Corey Haim just doesn't have a face that sticks with me, apparently. Like, but um, Lys- Corey Haim plays Marty. Drive? Come on, Marty. Um, do we ever know what Marty's accent was? Do we know how he lost function of his say. legs? Uh, no. Do they say? No. And mm-hmm. you know what? I have. A theory. I think I, I think I talk about this every single week. I have some extra Audible credits. I'm going to get Silver Bullet and I'm going to listen to it. And then next week, I'm going to tell you how he lost the use of his legs. Spoilers, he's not going to do that. So, moving on here, Marty. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going to Marty <laughs> and his sister and his sister Jane. Um, right? Jane, yeah, yes. Yeah, Jane. Yes. Uh, they, um, they're, they're growing up together. They're doing their thing or whatever. They have a typical brother sister mm-hmm. relationship. No, I wouldn't say it's typical. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, the she, situation's not she's, typical. she's kind of tasked with, I, I, it's, it's weird because she's tasked with, uh, even when they fight like typical siblings, mm-hmm. she still has to take care of him. Right. Because yeah. she, like. She's she's sort of the parents really don't seem to do. No, she's she's expected like, to help him because even it, when the parents are right there, like a, it's he's her in, duty. He's in a wheelchair. He's he's paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah, and the parents just like walk into the house. Even help though, your brother. Yeah, it's like yeah. they they were fighting. Like let the kids have a feud. You right. know, like why don't 
hey, Dad, why don't you help him out of the car? Because they're having a feud right now. He was holding the groceries. <laughs> I think... I. <laughs> but they're like, fair, oh, help fair. your brother out of the car. Right. I think, though, it, it can be said, though, that the two of them have a... In, a unique relationship. It's a love because, hate kind of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like she, she likes helping him. He's also a little bit of a dick sometimes. You know, towards her, like he, right. like him and his friend kind of like make her trip into some mud at one point in time, or whatever. And I she's was, all. I was gonna say, to be his fair, friend it's, went a little far with it more would, than he had. Well, Brady, yeah, to, Brady yeah. was a douchebag. Yeah, yes. to be to fair, point, it really wasn't him. It was Brady who was a. Brady cock. also right. made. Brady also made Marty climb a tree to get a kite one time. <laughs> the paraplegic yeah. who can't use his legs had to climb a tree to get the kite. But, while Brady was there just fucking flying his own little kite. Right. But, right, right. Dick. but respect to to uh to Marty. Marty. To Marty yeah. because Marty. he, he, he climbed, climbed that tree like a <laughs> son of a bitch. He dude. did. Guy got uh, upper strength like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's true. Yep. Um so but, um, so anyway, there's uh so it's you, it, you have a it, it's a small town. It's a yeah. small town, obviously. Uh, they've got just sort of small town goings on. There's a there's like a, a sort of a, a carnival sort. Mm-hmm. It's not a car. What is it really? It's carnival. It's, it's, a, it's like, like a fair, sm- like a state fair. Yeah, like almost, a fair, yeah. like yeah. a small town gathering sort mm-hmm. of thing going on. You have everything's great. What what do you? No, go on. Why? No, no. Um, and suddenly. Seems kind of weird that things would just suddenly start, right? Right. Like we pick up on the story where things suddenly yeah. pick up. But suddenly uh, murders start to happen in this small town. Murder. And at first, the first person to the first person to get offed is this railroad worker who he's always he's always known for having a couple of beers. Sure. Even at one point in time he's talking to himself and his like, drunken ramblings were great. He's like, they're like, he's, he's like, what do you want? And he's like, I want some Rheingold. That's what I want. <laughs> he's just talking to himself. And uh, yeah, he gets decapitated. Everybody assumes it's the train. He As get, you do. Yeah, he got, he, like, he, <laughs> got, he got a little too drunk. He passed out on the train tracks and the train took his head off. That happens right. every day. Mm-hmm. Right? You just happen to fall exactly in the right area where just your head gets chopped off exactly nothing else you're not chopped in half seen it a hundred times times. (laughs) happens all the time (laughs) but uh so then so then other things start to start to happen and nobody seems to really take notice except for young uh young marty young Marty, young marty and his his little girlfriend the girl he's smitten with Mm -hmm. she mentions the fact that she keeps hearing weird things out in her in her Mm -hmm. Uh, the shed the shed what was area. it the greenhouse yeah which is kind of weird like why of all places was the the werewolf hanging out in that particular <laughs> greenhouse maybe her dad was growing some really dank weed her say, dad was kind of a tool so. <laughs> her dad it wasn't was such a, <laughs> such a dick. her dad was mike in 20 years <laughs> watching wwe <laughs> Go, no, go, no, no, it was go, N- Ramble, kick it was, his ass. It was NWA. <laughs> it was oh, sorry. And I do watch that weekly. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I was like, yes. And then, but then he has one of the best lines. He's like, I'll blow your ass off. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, his, like, the drunken ramblings in this movie were on point in such a different level. I, it was awesome. I do, I do love it. Um, well, he says something about the, he's like, okay, so, so they, a lot of I, ass talk. I know this is a, this is an, an outmoded term for people who 
are paraplegic and stuff, but they they consistently call Marty a, a cripple throughout mm-hmm. the movie. And uh, his daughter rides up with Marty, and he's and he's like sitting there having like pounding a beer on the on the the uh, little deck in front of their trailer home there, and he's like the porch. Yeah, I, it's, it's, not, it's not even a porch. It's, it's not a proper it's porch. It's like a set of yeah, stairs. It is, yeah. And yeah. he's just like, he's like, ah, goddamn cripple, like, yeah, you're fucking right. suckling off the teat of the government and they're all on welfare. I'm like, <laughs> like you're yeah. not, dude. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it's it's two p.m. and you've already had how many Rheingolds? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, exactly. He you're, was a tool, <laughs> but his drunken <laughs> ramblings were kind of funny when he goes out with I, his shotgun and he's. It's, I'm going to shoot you in the ass. I'm going to shoot your ass off. I'm going to blow your ass. I'm like, why is there so much ass talk? Why are you just <laughs> after this werewolf's ass? Because he's repressed. Stop. That's why. Yeah, at least, at least you know what he's into. That's, right. why, he dr- that's why he drinks so much. So he's trying obsessive. to repress those feelings. But it does all seem to surround Marty. You have his little girlfriend's um, father that gets it, and then yep. his best friend, and then it all kind of just surrounds him it's true in a well, weird way and and it's whole it's marty's whole circle that gets involved in too because you have uh, marty his uh, his sister jane and then uh the uncle how we've not mentioned his uncle red uh fucking gary Busey. gary Busey. Yeah. gary gary Busey. gary Busey. you know what so um, you know what sober stands for son of a bitch everything's real <laughs> Dude, Gary Busey is <laughs> Gary Busey is otherworldly. He is. I He's agree a hundred percent. Even even before he got in his accident, he was, and then especially well, after he, he got in his yeah, accident, he like, elevated yeah. after he got there's, right. there's something about like like uh, like people look he's just a character. People yeah. look Simple at as that. People sure. listen to him talk and they're like, Man, Gary Busey's crazy, but there's something fucking sort of profound about the things that he says. I think what happened was Gary Busey was was like a, a certain version of himself before the accident and yeah. after the accident. The only thing that got damaged was the governor. So once, so <laughs> oh, once, yeah, yeah. so once he got into his accident, the governor came off, and suddenly you have real deal Gary Busey coming out. That's what I think. Unabridged, unabridged, just crazy ass <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad no, way. It's at not all. even I crazy. Really, really don't because no. I love Gary Busey. I think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and no, not is, even hilarious. He, I think there's, uh, like I said, I think there's like a lot of things that he says are sort of profound. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. even if they sound crazy in the moment, when you start to think about them, you're like, I once downloaded. That makes a lot of fucking sense. sense I once that. downloaded a Gary Busey voiced GPS for my TomTom <laughs> back in the day, and Tom it would Tom. it would say wow. things like, "Turn left at the seagulls." <laughs> I loved way, it. It was way so to funny. date yourself, there, Mike. <laughs> I don't even care. It was so funny <laughs> on my Tom Tom because we are ancient. <laughs> there weren't there weren't too many guys like celebrities that did the voices for like your navigation. He did, and the ones that he did were so funny. Oh my god, it was great. What was that? Didn't awesome. he have a like, he had turn a... left? I said turn left. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I loved it. Didn't um, he have a reality TV show on VH1 or something like that? I feel like I don't he know. did. I don't remember what it was, but if it wasn't called The Buse is Loose, then I then I don't care because it totally should have been called that. The Buse is Loose. Um, anyway, though, you also have uh, a guy named uh, Everett McGill who played Reverend Lowe. Reverend Lowe plays a huge part in this. Of course. Um, so where where do, I don't even know where we left off. Well, from, also also here. so Jane Kozla or Coleslaw if Coleslaw. you're if you're in the mood for fish tacos. Uh, 
<laughs> was played by Megan Follows. Always. Hey, let me, let me ask you this. First <laughs> yes. of all, when I was younger, watching this movie, uh, Jane Kosla, Megan Follows, I was just in love with her. Oh man, I thought she was such a babe. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Do you know Anne of Avonlea? No. The fuck is wrong with you people? I said this to Mike too. <laughs> I, I was no like, idea. oh, that's why she's so. In- I I said that's why she's so uh, recognizable. She's Anne of Avonlea. You have you don't know, and no. you don't know. No. You guys disappoint me. I have I no know. idea what you're talking. About, I know dude. it's not. I know it's not in your wheelhouse. But come on. I, what was this it? This is like stuff Ex- that explain. we grew up on. Explain. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Explain. It's a movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. I got nothing. Oh, okay. I got nothing. nothing. Um, I know my wife and my sister would both know if if I told them. Uh, anyway, so then you. I am ha- not your wife nor your sister, so I, I don't know what you expect from me. <laughs> You're both of those things. It's true. It's actually very true. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, I actually I want to bring up I want to bring up one important person in the movie who's not necessarily not necessarily like a. a, a like the most important person in the movie, but to me, and I think to you, the Slim most, Higgins? the most, the most powerful performance in the entire movie. Prowlerful, powerful, powerful. The mayor's powerful <laughs> performance in the entire movie was uh, Kent Broadhurst. I don't know who that is. Played Herb Kincaid. Who's Herb? Wow, Herb we Lord. watched an entire featurette on this. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> No? The- oh, oh, the guy whose kid got ripped to pieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was amazing. He was fantastic. He was amazing. He was the best part of yeah. the entire so movie. When one he just things- starts laughing in the middle of... Oh, my tr- God. Like, it was... Well, one of the things that we or found the, out... Or the scene in the, the bar when yep. they come in and... Ah, uh, and, uh, oh, damn it. The, the, the guy who we- plays the sheriff is uh, Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. Sheriff Joe Haller. He's in there. He's like, what you're about to do is private justice. And I can't allow that. And he goes on to this and whole like, like thing about private justice. And he's yep. just a, he, he's very proper. Private justice, you know. And he's like, oh, the sheriff's like, I know that you're feeling. I know that you're feeling. Uh, what the hell does he say? Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know you're feeling Randy right now. He's like, I know no, that you're feeling sorrow and grief stricken. Yeah. 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 He's just like, like. He starts to get the tears welling up in mm-hmm. his eyes, and he's just like grief stricken. So believable, Sorrow. like he like did. you don't even know what that is. Right? We, like, his we, kid was just torn to pieces. Torn to pieces. Yeah. We watched the featurette with this guy where they did a, an interview. He did that in one take. Well, a, wow. Well, he the did, thing is, impressive. a lot of the takes in this movie were one take because they didn't have a lot of time to make it. Right. So uh, most of the most of the scenes that you see in this movie were one take. Yeah. And they, they got it and they moved on because yeah. there wasn't a lot of time to get it. And but his, his were, performance his were so... is... I'm not going to say it's Oscar worthy necessarily. No, well, no. But, but very it is powerful. well, very it is well done. so much more elevated than the rest of the movie, though. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like, it stands out. There was there was that scene where he was talking about private justice. There, there was the scene where uh, he first he goes and he like sees the body of his kid. Mm-hmm. And the the special effects department had put together a basically a torn apart version of Brody. Yeah. And he said he said it looked so bad that they were embarrassed to use it in a shot he's like it literally looked like a store mannequin yeah just like broken into pieces and he said the director is just like beside himself 
because he doesn't know how they're going to properly shoot this thing without it making without it looking completely just cheese out the like, right, like right. ass. And so right. and so Kent Broadhurst says just keep the camera on me and I'll give you what you need. And he did. The, how fucking right. how fucking confident is that? Right. Keep the camera on me. I'm going to give you everything you need. And he did it in one take, and that was the scene where he pulled back the sheet to look at his kid torn to pieces, and he looks at him, and he, like, starts to cry, and then he screams a couple times, like... And on that day, nobody questioned who had the biggest balls on set. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, no. No, that's dude, awesome. Ken he, Broadhurst. He commanded absolutely. the entire scene. Slammed it. it. What it a incredible. fucking amazing act. Like, yeah. it's so cool. Like, such a good that, performance. the fact that, like, no one knows yeah. really who he is. No, I mean, Quite like, frankly, yeah. I'm not going to say nobody, but, like, he's not part of the pop culture lexicon. That's right, for sure. Right, you right. know, like. You know, and and that's a shame because his performance is incredible in this so movie. Good. It really it's is. So um, we got to talk about we got to talk about um, fuck the whole entire rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I I know that I know that we don't want to harp on on like story too too much, but I do feel like we need to outline the rest of the story here. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So you have uh, you have Marty who uh, he's in he's in a wheelchair. And he goes out. His uncle gives him some fireworks one night to go out and like, hey, go out and do some fireworks. You'd have a good Fourth of July. He goes out, does his fireworks, and he encounters a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Comes back. Everyone thinks he's crazy. Everybody that he tells his uncle thinks he's crazy. You know, uh, whatever. But he shot the werewolf in the eye. He shot with a the rocket. werewolf in the eye. He he calls uh, Uncle Red, Gary Busey, up or whatever. He goes, I saw a werewolf. I saw a werewolf. He's like, Nah, you're crazy. You didn't see that. It was you know whatever. No one believes him until his sister, he tells his sister finally, and his sister's like, I don't know why I believe you, but I do. And so she, she kind of starts doing this. They start canvassing the area, try to find somebody without one eye, the yeah. whole deal. They come to find out that it's the reverend of the, the, of, of yeah. the church. Which at this point, he's already killed three people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, way more than that. Well, Wasn't the- there the whole hunting party? Oh, yes. Yeah. By the time yeah. he attacks him, yes. The whole hunting so party kills, went out, and so he, he killed kills four right then. He them, he, and then he kills the hunting party, and, and then he runs into right. Marty. As, yeah. as you said before, though, his whole thing is that he kills people that are who are going to commit sins so that he feels justified right. by it. Right. But the thing is that he ends up starting to kill people just to save his hide, too, though. So You know, when when he kills all the people who are part of the hunting party, though... They were out for vigilante justice. Yeah, which which is murder. Well, no, I'm just saying. Which, in the eyes of, if you're going, you know, biblically, in the eyes of God, vigilante justice is not really, you know, it's not. Like if you're like assuming that it's a, (laughs) assuming that it's that it's a human and it's a serial killer, you're going after someone, you're going to kill them. It's it's murder. Yeah. If you're you're going out intending that they all went out in the woods with guns intending to kill this person, apparently don't apply to him though because he's got a direct line to the guy upstairs. Well, that's That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's the thing though is I don't I don't think he actually killed anybody throughout the movie that he didn't perceive as being sinful. Right. Yeah. That's well. That's there how was, he justified. Was, that's how he. There was the girl him. who was right. going to kill herself. Mm-hmm. Well, what was? It? What about Brody though? Why would he yeah, kill Brody? Brody was know. just some kid flying a kite. So there's the whole. Because his name was Brody. Yeah. There you go. That's a sin in and of itself. <laughs> Brody. Well. But because I think at that point when he kills up till he kills Brody and until he goes and tries to stop the hunting party. 
when he goes out and he's like, please stop, please don't go out. That's when I knew it was him. Prior yeah. to that, I never would because he's an unsuspect. Like he's not a main front. In all in this fairness, he kind of looked like a wolf. Like his character <laughs> well, yeah. kind of looked like. But a until wolf. he comes out and he's trying to stop them as they're all getting in yeah. their cars, I'm like, why is he all of a sudden becoming this? Well, because huge he, part of this storyline. It throws you off a little though, because you're like, well, he's the priest. He doesn't want a bunch of people in his town going out and seeking vigilante justice. For maybe a hot second, and I was like, he's totally the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, I agree. I because was he the, comes so, out. Exactly. Nowhere. Like if he had been a prevalent part of the entire story, it would have been different. Right. I maybe would have questioned it, but he comes so, out of nowhere being this big part so of was the that when line. you picked up on it too uh or, or, did, the same time, or was yeah. or was it after he had actually gotten his eye no no i picked up early okay. i picked it up pretty early yeah. all right um i i like I said, he looked like a wolf though like the dude like looked like legitimately he was dark complexion dark eyes dark hair he looked if, like a wolf if by like, super handsome you the, mean like a well, wolf then sure so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after the sister is like have you never right. been dressed up and someone's like damn dude you look like a wolf <laughs> damn, dude <laughs> i have been three-piece wolf after the part where his sister's like i don't know why but i believed him and i went around collecting cans trying to find somebody with one eye missing basically yep. and this scene of her and the priest in the garage oh yeah where she finds so she finds the peacemaker creepy it was so creepy and the fact that he's a priest just made was... it extra creepy <laughs> i work around that every day trust me the yeah. creep factor wears no, off it was it was, I was like, super I was, creepy i was like you'll be all right you're not a boy <laughs> yeah. that's true oh that's awful sorry Gone but to hell. um no going to hell gonna creepy. get murdered by yeah. a werewolf right. tonight. Going um, to die. the peacemaker though the baseball bat is a mm-hmm. big part of this movie mm-hmm. the peacemaker starts off as a weapon used by the barkeep right mm-hmm. yes and uh he, they all end up getting slaughtered by the werewolf and mm-hmm. then the werewolf ends up taking the piece the the, the peacemaker peacemaker yeah, why, yeah peacemaker peacemaker right. why did he take that and, home with well him? I think he took it with him, but he Trophy. ended up killing two other people with it. He did, yeah. So the peacemaker yep. gets around. Two yep. other mm-hmm. people? I think so, yeah. He kills the sheriff. Yep. Who else does he kill with it? I think there, just I think just the sheriff. Was it just the sheriff? Yeah, I don't I know. So. One, one or two other people. It doesn't matter. But like the peacemaker's a big kind of deal because that's the uh the thing where uh Marty's sister Jane finds in The cans. Uh, <laughs> Wow. She finds There's it in the, the uh the, the, the garage. She finds it in the garage right. with the cans the, the can yeah. drive of returnables. Which holy shit, there's probably like it's a thousand dollars worth of cans. Good in amount of money room. in there. And she finds it in Take there, that but shit back. um but yeah, she finds it in there and that's when she kind of really, really because you don't she doesn't see his face at first. You see it and you know, yep. but she doesn't. And then when he comes into the garage, she turns around, she sees that, so she already kind of knows, and then turns around and he's got a bandage over his eye and she about loses her shit. And he's trying to like play the good guy of, well, come in and lay down or come in. And I'm like, you're just making yourself look like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> like you're that's not true. helping matters at that's true. all. And she is smart and says, mm, fuck you, I'm out, and runs. <laughs> and, like, that's the smartest thing she could have done at that point. But he then he knows they know, and he's he's on to them at that point. Yeah, which I, I at that point, though, I don't think there's anything that she could have done for him not to know. No. You know, she no, was fucked I, the second yeah. that she walked in there. As soon as he um, noticed that the peacemaker was out and about, she was done for. Yeah. Some of the, uh, so let's just, we'll wrap it up here with uh, favorite scenes. 
please go first because I have a couple. One of the one of the so all right, there was one scene that stuck with me from my entire childhood. That was the one where uh, after the murder of the four people in the woods during the hunting party, the the priest is giving a, a speech in front of the congregation, and Brody's dad is. You know, like, you can just tell he's got this weird look right. on his face. And then at one point he says, uh, Preacher, they tore him apart. And then everybody fucking turns into werewolves. Yeah, that whole and scene. It's all a dream. The woman's, the the woman's dream, playing yeah. the organ and the she's like... starts yeah. coming out of the keys. Oh, like, dude. So such good. a cool scene. Like, that's, they all start turning. It's such a cool scene. That scene fucked my little head up when I was yeah. er, when I was so young. It, and then there was a... There's a... Um, <clears throat> the... Uh, the the scene with the bridge where he gets caught in the bridge. Yep. That scene messed creepy. Mm-hmm. It was it's creepy. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it was just there was something about it that just was like so weird to me. But the scene that really like I told Mike when we were watching this, the scene that really there was a part of me that was so scared when I was younger, but I also wanted to live it. Was the scene when he goes and he does the fireworks on the mm-hmm. bridge, mm-hmm. and the wolf comes after him. And he shoots the rocket at his eye. eye. Yeah, there was something. There was a part of me that, when I was younger, I I watched that scene and I was like, it scares the shit out of me, but I want to live it right. at the same time. <laughs> like I want to go through that. I want to know how scary that is to right. go through that. Yeah, something about that so scary and awesome. Go ahead. I I have terrifying. a couple favorite things about this movie. First off, the soundtrack's amazing. Oh yeah, like, dude, it's so good. This is the first time that I'd seen this movie, so mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! When when the when the music started playing, and then it, like it didn't stop. The entire movie had the same just kind of epic sort of like awesome <laughs> sounding '80s soundtrack. I loved it. It like, bounces it was, back and forth between like amazing epic '80s stuff and also sort of John Williams yeah, Jaws yeah, type. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. like very Jaws it's, sort of. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, that. I I think too one of my my most favorite scenes was the very beginning when you get the opening titles and it goes Dino De Laurentiis because. <laughs> in my mind, and I said this to you, I think yep. when we watched it, I go, oh, fuck, it's Dino De Laurentiis? I'm in. Like, <laughs> Dilo, Dino put Dilo. out some of the Dilo. best low-budget, <laughs> not low-budget, but like lower-budget-type yeah. movies mm-hmm. ever. Like I, He did Army of Darkness. He did uh, so, I mean, tons of other stuff. I just can't think right now. But like, he did tons of stuff. And Dino De Laurentiis, like, his movies always had like... Like it was like a platter that had nothing but cheese and wine right next to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like they're always cheap but expensive all at the same time. Like it's this weird combo of just it was a goodness. shit storm of goodness. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Sounds like but a, it's great. It sounds like an awesome platter. I equate, next to wine, I equate his name night. with some of my favorite movies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so when I saw his name, I'll go, Oh, I'm done. Like this is awesome. Yeah. And I had fucking this movie i really did the um we didn't even talk about the werewolf costume itself or the werewolves themselves mm-hmm. i thought that the werewolves left a lot to be desired i kind of thought they looked like stuffed animals at, at times <laughs> quite frankly yeah um mm-hmm. apparently there was a lot of problems with the werewolf costume though uh behind the scenes don coscarelli originally started filming this movie really he was the original director really and apparently there was a big huge like uh uh I don't know, a disagreement between him and, and the producers, and he ended up leaving the film. I don't know if any of his stuff ended up making it into the film, though. Yeah. 
because they started filming before they ever even had a werewolf costume in in play. Oh, wow. Like, before that was even done, he started filming because they had to start. Yeah. So I have no idea if any of Don Coscarelli's stuff actually made it into the film or not. But that's kind of cool that this could have been a Don Coscarelli film because fucking Don Coscarelli is amazing. Yeah. Everything he does is great. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, who knows? Um, my, my last biggest takeaway is they tried to pass off a gerbil as a mouse. <laughs> I'm not sure if you noticed that or not. <laughs> when, when they go into the garage where, uh, uh. Where, <laughs> when they go into the garage where Jane sees the, the peacemaker, the peacemaker yeah. uh, there's a mouse that runs out yeah. from it. It's not, it's a gerbil. hundred percent. It's a gerbil. I've owned gerbils my entire life. Take that as you will, <laughs> but, I, but I've had I love gerbils. They're great. They're great pets. Is Richard Gere in here somewhere? <laughs> that was the name of the gerbil. But um, yeah, no, uh, that definitely is a thing that happened. That's all I'm saying. I just oh, oh god, the voiceovers. Shit, this movie had amazing voiceovers, like in the vein of movies like The Fog and everything. Like yeah, and it was great. That the atmosphere, the voiceover set for this movie was amazing. I mm-hmm. loved it. Absolutely loved it. I loved the one lady in the hunting party that looked at the dude she was with and was like, are you going to make lemonade in your pants? Are you going to make lemonade in your pants? (laughs) I was like, yes, lady. Yes. She was was the only woman in the hunting party and she looked like she was about to piss her pants at any moment, but she was still giving the guy shit. It was (laughs) awesome. Is there anybody else too that thought that Gary Busey's Uncle Rad was just like literally trying to kill his nephew by giving him a souped up wheelchair? Like at one point, he when it's he's like, laying dude, on the gravel, he's like, "You're looking at a dead man." Like I thought you, like, like, like I really dude, thought you. The kid already can't use his legs. Are you trying to take the rest of his body <laughs> right. by giving him the super thing that but he I can't loved, control? I just, I but I love that they had like their own special little bond. Like they they did, were, I, I did like that. Like yeah, he yeah. really made a point too because his sister, I get it. Like she kind of resented him a little bit because she had to take care of him. Sure. And she had to do things, but she was kind of a bitch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like she was excessive in it. She was cool, but in the end, she came around and and the uh, you know the uncle and him had a really special bond and and that was really cool and in the end he ended up being the one that believed them yeah. and the one that really saved the day yeah. and i thought that was cool i yeah, said I, I said throughout the movie i looked at mike i was like that's a dope uncle yeah <laughs> like, yeah like sure. yeah maybe maybe not the best role model no. ever but fuck he's fun to be around but like the one that your mom does not want you emulating <laughs> at all but yeah. then like he's the fun uncle, so yeah. you just want to hang out with him all the time. Yeah, totally. Was cool. I'm gonna end the movie with one more fact, right. and then we're gonna we're gonna cut this loose. Yeah. Um, at a personal appearance in North Hollywood, California, in the fall of 1999, Gary Busey discussed his experiences in making this film. This is all coming from IMDb, by the way, uh, including doing all of his own stunts in the uh, in the film and in the film's ending where he's thrown around the room. Busey said that this was achieved by having him off camera. Uh, run and jump onto an air-compressed catapult in which he then launched himself into the air into various pieces of breakaway furniture. Wow. <laughs> so he did all of his own stunts, and those stunts were kind of nuts. Yeah. Um, at the very, very end, you see him looking at his arm because he's bleeding down his arm. That was because a piece of the stunt glass got stuck into his arm, and he was legitimately oh, bleeding so from legit. it. Wow! <laughs> like that was real. Like, I I give Gary Busey all like the the props in the world yeah. for doing his own stunts because those are nuts. Yeah, that's that like catapult cannon that he's that he stepped on. There's very was crazy control. because I specifically remember while watching the movie, 
he hit the wall almost vertical or almost mm-hmm. horizontally. Like that thing shot him across the room. Yeah. I don't it's... know if you remember that or not, but it was oh, yeah. nuts. It yeah. was nuts. So props to Gary Busey. It was cool that he was he believed him. He's the one who had the silver bullets made. He's the one who stayed up with them, got his parents out of town, like yep. to really save the day in the end. That was yep. awesome. I forgot to look it up too, but they I I mentioned to you when we were watching the movie that there was the old man uh, who made the bullet and he's like, Oh yeah. it's got a low it's got a low uh, powder load and well, that way it won't guy? tumble. In 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 the book it they uh, they talk about making a, a a silver slug and some crazy old guy in the library says oh you can't make a silver slug because it'll tumble because of the specific gravity of silver, sure. so I thought it was kind of cool that because Stephen King uh, well he did the screenplay obviously he wrote the sure. cycle of the werewolf too he addressed the fact that you can't actually make a silver bullet. It's not really realistic in real Did life. Did you find a connection, oh. though? Or? I didn't. I didn't look it up yet. Oh. But um, I'm going to do a correction for next week. Sure. Do you guys want to end this show with a couple of Gary Busey acronyms? Sure. It feels Fantastic. It feels appropriate. Sure. We're already yeah. 219 in. <laughs> At this it. point, why not? All right. Uh, Gary Busey acronym. Fart. <laughs> Feeling a rectal transmission. Oh. Huh? That's a thing? <laughs> yeah. Feeling a rectal transmission. When she walked into the room, I farted. <laughs> I felt a rectal <laughs> transmission. <laughs> Relationship. Really excited love affair till it's over. Now sobriety now sobriety hangs in peril. Wait, what's it called? Wow. Relationship. Okay. Really excited love affair till it's over. Now sobriety hangs in peril. Okay. He's a, All right. he's a yeah. genius, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Team. Together, everyone achieves more. That's sure. just, that's I feel just... like I've actually heard that in <laughs> in like team building sessions and work. It's... Romance. Relying on magnificent and necessary compatible energy. He is... Did he say these in the movie? Or... Perfect. No, he no. says these things in... Like, he'll just, life. He'll just fuck... <laughs> like, have you never seen this before? No. He'll just rattle these things off in the middle of an interview. Okay. Well, that's when I that's when I got into the best romance of my life, and you know what romance is relying on magnificent and necessary compatible energy. Jimmy Tony, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I went through high school, and I met I met the biggest bully that I ever met. And you know what a bully is? A big look, big ugly, <laughs> loud loser Yahoo. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. I love it. But that's that perfect. but that's what brought me to my ultimate. That's what brought me to my faith in life, and faith is fantastic adventures and trusting him. <laughs> what? He's a genius. Oh my, oh god. my god, I love it. And I said this earlier, sober, son of a bitch, everything's real. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, it's true. That's so true. so let us end with that one. We're going to go home and get sober. Because tomorrow, son of a bitch, everything's real. <laughs> everything's real. Um, real quick before we end, I do want to say, pick up the Scream Factory version oh, of Silver Bullet. <clears throat> this artwork on the Scream Factory disc is probably the one of the best artworks that they have done. Uh, Devin Whitehead did the dude did the, the the artwork for the um, Scream Factory yeah. release, the Blu-ray Seriously. release for Silver Bullet. It's, it's I think Incredible. it's my it's my favorite Scream it's Factory my, release it, ever. I, I think as far it's, as artwork it's in my goes. top three. I don't know what my top three exactly would be, but I know that, that would be it. Yeah. It's fantastic. It so could good. be even one. It, honestly, God, it could be even another yeah, one. It's amazing. it's incredible. What's interesting is when you were holding it away from me until I grabbed it from until you handed it to me, I, I didn't even notice some of the 
the different detail. details that's on it. It's very cool. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's There's probably a one of the of best pieces to it. One of the best covers that Scream Factory has that's ever cool. put out, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So yep. uh, pick it. it up. It's great. All right, uh, that's it for this week. Yeah, let's another long episode, but uh, who cares, right? Right. You're either gonna listen or you're not. Next week, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a buck forty five. Wow, I'm putting it down right now. Probably wow. not, cause buck forty five. I'm gonna have to argue with you, <laughs> fucking fools. Oh, are you coming back? Yeah, she's. You told me back. I had to next week. So next week, uh, it's it's February, so it's Women in Horror Month. It is. So next week, we're going to do a couple of revenge flicks. Yes, sir. And, uh, I like it. Just yes, about some Just about some badass, just about some badass chicks getting revenge, you we're know? We're doing Revenge mm-hmm. and uh, The Nightingale by Jennifer Kent, who did The Babadook. Yeah. Uh, that, that one's like, it's it's not so much horror as much as it's kind of like horrific kind of themes, you know, it, it's definitely it's, it's a period piece. I don't know much about it, um, but I'm I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, like you said, <clears throat> might not be full on horror. I think actually both these movies might be more actiony or like kind of like. Well, I don't know. It's I know. Weird. I know for sure. I mean, like I I talked about Revenge earlier in yeah. the uh, Blu-ray release. Um, it's definitely genre. Section. They're both definitely genre. But, right. Yeah. Um. Nightingale, I, I honestly don't know too much about Nightingale. Neither do I. All I've I... watched the trailer. It looks amazing, it so I'm excited to watch it. Uh, we Jennifer, done... Jennifer Kent is a fucking genius. Like, after the Babadook, oh, like, I'll Babadook watch it. anything so that good. she does. Hell, Babadook is the reason the show started. So, yeah. this is coming full term. Babadook and uh, Goodnight Mommy, Goodnight right? Mommy, that's it. Yeah, so, um, looking forward to it. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, so, that's it for this week. That's what we got coming up next week. If you want to find us on social media, in the meantime, you can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Instagram at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can check out our Audible link at audibletrial.com/slash/thebuzzkillpodcast. Get yourself a free book, thirty-day free trial. If you don't like the trial, you can uh, cancel it and get the book. It's uh, it's a beautiful deal. Um, there's got to be some books that you want out there, right? Got to be a werewolf book. There could uh, be uh silver bullet. Silver bullet. By, there you go. There's by, the one. <laughs> by one Stephen King. So uh yeah, get that get that for free. And if you don't like someone reading to you, you can just cancel it and keep the book. It's a great deal. Great deal. Helps if, out the show, so there you go. If you want to find roommate Jen at roommate Jen. Oh jeez. That was so <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> it's also a bit it's also a bit hard to remember. It was well, maybe simplify it a little bit for next week. <laughs> Just RMJ. <laughs> no, that's weird. Uh, no, ladders no, are that hard. Doesn't work. No, ladders, ladders, are hard. ladders are difficult. Just, just mm. <laughs> That's you're on the right track, yeah. <laughs> I'll work on it for next can, week. Can you switch it to Hey add that bitch? <laughs> that oh well, that's a good one. I like oh, it. Oh stamp bitch again. <laughs> All right. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Try to have a good night.